The Nerdgasm Talk Podcast is brought to you by Spaces Philly. If you love podcasts, go to spacesphilly.com where you can check out Lulu and Pop, Both Sides, Turntables, Jump Thoughts, Super Tongue, and the Nerd Coalition's very own No Gimmicks Needed. Visit spacesphilly.com today. And now, feel the Nerdgasm. And welcome back to the Nerdgasm Talk Podcast. I'm the man with the plan. If you need him, yell Shazam, Mr. Andy. And joining me is not the usual crew, but you know, uh, here to help me uh, record, talk about stuff in pop culture. We got the man coming back from tour himself, not Dion says a prime time. What's up? What's up? And also joining me is my wife, the Grace Castellay Sketch. Hello, everyone. Hey, guys. So, we all here. Usually, I don't get the chance to record Nergasm as often as I want to, like weekly, like I want to. So it's like every two or three week thing. Uh, Swag has been working 14 hour days, so he hasn't been able to get on here with me. But I got, you know, uh, this crew back, and I'll figure, you know, there's some things that we can talk about this week that I found interesting and something like that, that I just watched that I got to say my piece on. But first off, what would you say, Par? No, I'm just, I'm just laughing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I wouldn't do too much laughing. Some parts, maybe. But I wouldn't do too much laughing. But uh, f- first and foremost, first of all, uh, I want to welcome, you know, welcome back, man. For, for those who don't know out there, uh, you know, so I ain't going to get too, too much of this business. But, you know, the man be out there on tour when, when things happen. You know, be uh, working work with, with one of my favorite groups of all time uh, in, in New Edition. So when when me and Prime get to do the wrestling podcast like we usually do on Sundays, so I did, or he, or the prior such a podcast doesn't be coming up. He he'd be out there, you know, saving the world. And uh, you know, and, and when I say save the world, I'm talking about you aiding Bobby. So, oh you, my gosh, <laughs> you, you ain't right. You are doing a service to us all. So, but uh, no, but I'm saying, no, but he's back down there like that, and I, we did not get a chance. Me and my wife did have plans to go into Lang City to go see it when they can't. When that leg of the tour came up on this side, because we're doing the fans over here, though. But how'd the whole thing go, though? Especially working with, uh, you know, Sweat and Riley and, uh... Guy. Hey, Guy. Guy ain't got no more. Um, it was good. It was... The whole experience as a whole was good. Like, yeah, some stuff here and there. It was uh, hits and misses. But it went smoothly for the most part. Uh, it was like a little... Uh, a few bumps in a row, but... We made it happen at the end. Everything came together like a movie. Everything came together at the end. According in the middle, was good. According to the way you was hit me up on the phone on the hangouts, I swear if you had a match and some gasoline, all the pants would have been burnt. No, okay. So I I, I like some pants, but the, the first pair that Ralph was wearing was I I didn't like. So the all it's all black pants with the sparkle. I did not like those pants. Oh. There's a lot happening there. Out of sight, it's out of sight, it's out of you sight. You have to stop. They, <laughs> they ended up getting like a sequence uniform. I'm like, okay, I, I get it. So I'm like, okay, I, I, I don't mind that one as much. But the one with it was just like, everybody else got regular black pants, and then Ralph got these sparkly pants. So I just couldn't do it. By the end, he had brought everybody to the dark side. I'm about to say, man, he got it over in rest of terms. <laughs> He got the whole thing over. We, who he should have been mad is Mr. Sweat Hotel himself. Well, he had a lot of different suits. I didn't even get to see all his suits. Well, the one you showed me with the two-tone leather jacket uh, thing with, with the black on top and the red at the bottom, I said, oh, 
this is something uh, <laughs> I ain't never it seen. Yeah, he, he only had that on for like thirty seconds. Exactly. It had to be hot. But you know, I guess Keith Sweat whole gimmick is to uh, make him sweat first before he got there perform. I don't know, man, because buckets. The pictures I, the videos I didn't see. Yeah. I'm like, my guy, if you drink alcohol on stage, that's why you sweating like that. He shouldn't even be doing that. But uh, yeah, probably definitely said this the one with the uh, with the Hennessy. Cause you know that we love some Hennessy, don't we? Yeah, but what I learned is Uh-oh. he just has an act on stage. Explain. I think that's what I've learned. Explain. I, I think the Ciroc, I think the Ciroc thing and the Hennessy thing is a gimmick. Okay. I'm a, you know, I'm, I'm going to stick, stick by it. Along with the sweat. <laughs> with the sweat, it's just, it's just hot on stage. It's hot. It's hot under them lights. Well, I'm just saying, but you know, him, him doing the sweat whole time. Is that even still a thing anymore? I don't think so. Okay. You really need to hear him <sighs> in the mic to come in at 2 a.m.? I don't think so. I really don't. It's and better than listening to Tender Love every few seconds. Who, you talking about Force of D, Tender Love? Yes. What? I'm sorry, what? Oh, well, I Rob I... has a radio show, and he plays Tender Love all the time. Why that song? Or is, is that like his opening? No, he likes that song, and it was supposed to be an NE song. So he just, like, likes it. I, I think if he could have recorded any song that wasn't his, I think Tender Love is the one. It, you know what? But I can see Ralph singing that song. Oh wow! You're supposed to. Ralph, yeah. Who you? Who you know? I'm supposed to say Keith Sweat. Oh please. That's why Ain't I was nothing confused. Ain't about Keith Sweat's love at all. <laughs> Except that that little girl in. Um... Yeah, I ain't heard that. You knew it was coming. Thousand times. Uh, uh, I don't even want. And uh. How your boys got make out? Oh, God. Did they run through the tape? Uh, I, look, I'm going to just say they made it, but I, I did not like they said. And there was just a lot of times. Even people in the crowd was like, nah, this ain't, this ain't it. I've yeah. heard from multiple people who went to the show, clips, video. It was. Guy was struggling? Bad. And they opened it. It's not that like guy was struggling. It's that it's Aaron Hall was struggling. Oh. And Aaron <laughs> Hall was struggling like, to make <laughs> But. Yeah. Guy is Air Hall and everybody. Well, it's Teddy Riley. Teddy oh, Riley yeah. on the beats in the production, rather. Yeah. And he, you know, he got a couple parts in there, but it's mostly Aaron Hall singing. And then it made it worse because he, you know, they on the, I guess, the promo trail yeah. for the tour. And that's when I seen that clip of Aaron Hall. It's like, you sound like a twenty-year-old with the bees, this and the hoes, that and the Aaron Hall. <laughs> I'm not shocked. I'm just like, bro, ain't you like fifty something? Really? This what we doing stuff? This is almost sixty something. I think I miss the old Aaron Hall. No, you so, don't miss the old Aaron Hall. The uh, old Aaron Hall was the same. That's why singing wise, there's been no growth. Oh, uh, um, yeah, no, singing wise for sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, he can't, he can't sing now, and it's just like, it's just. It's, it's, it's just like, like I said, a few things, like, it's like they, it's like Teddy and the dancers went to rehearsal. 
And Damon and Aaron Hall were just there watching, but didn't do no rehearsal. Oh, that was a mistake. <laughs> and then and then towards the middle of the tour, then Damon Hall started to go to rehearsal. That's what it's that's what it feels like. Oh, so he made improvement at the end or no? Damon did, but not Aaron. Oh. Like you can tell, like you know, it's, it's this is still Teddy and Riley production, so they still doing the ch- 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 you know, oh, all they, that still, kind of stuff. Wait, they still do- doing the, the no, screen. not the sound effects. Yeah. Oh no! Yeah, they, they they do it, but not as much. Uh, well, but like why? there's this one thing, there's this one thing. It's like literally two steps. You go to the you step to the right, you step to the left. You know, with your hands up. I don't know how to explain. But it's like you know, you go to the right, you go to the left. And Hall can't even do that. Mm. First of all, God do a lot of dancing, so I know Aaron Hall can't do. Now, now, is is Aaron Hall like dancing wise as bad as Bobby, or is it worse? I have yet to see Aaron Hall dance. Uh, I don't. He don't. But say I don't remember him being like a. That's the benefit of being the lead singer. You don't got to do all of it. But like they don't have steps for like even in the dance break, everybody else is doing it except for Aaron Hall. Mm. And when he do do it, he just like play it off and like go dances, go Teddy, go Teddy, <laughs> go Teddy, go dances. Like, I'm like, all right, not go, not go Teddy. My best say go dances. Go dance. Like, he do, he play. He do, he do it because it's like a little long break. So he like go Teddy, go Teddy, go Teddy, go Teddy, go Damien. Go Damien. Like, he do the whole thing. Go dances. Go dance. He do the whole thing. And it's just like, all right, we're, we're tired of this now. Um, so, so did God open or did they come after Keith Sweat? Because you got to have a strong opening. Huh? Tank probably opened. Tank. Tank opened. That's right. He's the youngest in the group. Yeah. Tank is first. I'll take uh, Tank and Tank yeah, I, I mean, his show's okay. There ain't nothing wrong with it, but I'm like, I just never really listened to him like that to know all these songs. But it's Tank and it's Jay Valentine. Jay Valentine? Who? Mm-hmm. I, I guess Jay Valentine's thing is I beat it up. Is that the is that the young man he has the podcast with? Yes. Okay. I yes. promise I'm not, oh. I'm not 60. I mean, you definitely, you definitely <laughs> pulled that out. <laughs> it just rolls off the time. So yeah, it's just it's just like okay, like I guess he been performing because he like, you know, he know how this, I you know, he made the, the woman go crazy. So, oh, wow. Well, and uh, you know, I gotta ask about Pastor Johnny. Oh, man, we're getting Pastor Johnny. Bro, like, was he giving sermons at the end? Because we we we. we I will some... say. Uh huh. He at first he was just he was just he was just doing a regular thing like after my 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 whatever he just you know do his do his thing hold his note oh, my, my. and he wouldn't he wouldn't preach where he'll be like how many of you think for the he'll do something like that but then like after his mom situation he just went to full like he took one of his songs out to then add in a praise break section or oh, a preaching wow. section. Wow. Listen, ain't nothing wrong with praising the Lord. But can you imagine if you came and you was like, I'm waiting for Johnny to do rub you the right way. Yeah. He was just like, no. no. <laughs> so the, song he took, Benediction. the song he took out was uh, There You Go. Oh, I like that song. I like that. I'd have been pissed. 
Yeah. Not at the Lord. You can't get mad. You can't, you can't boo guy. No, 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 no. I'm not booing guy. My beef is with Johnny. Yes. But when he do it though, I'm like, all right, he like, bang, bang, and like, dun, 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 while well, Jai do praise breaking, you know, they learned this back in the eighties. You ain't doing that again. So, but yeah, they uh, after my my my, that's when he do the praise break thing. Ugh. On to his, his past tomorrow, but I mean, overall, I was like, my my my. You were just whispering yeah, oh, that lady. My is the song he holds it out. No, you was whispering in that lady neck meat talking about put uh. Take off your red dress and all that jazz. How you gonna start praising that? You supposed to skip over neck me, huh? <laughs> no. Because after it, after it, you know, he does the my 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 and then like the, the the music holds, you know, like a my my the music holds, and he'd be like baby, and then like dun dun, and like baby, dun dun, baby, dun, baby, dun, baby, and he holds it, and then this is the dun 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 dun. Like, ah! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's, listen. He's a, yeah, Johnny. <laughs> and then, Ooh, of course, he do his little... Was he leading y'all in prayer before the... He do that after Kingston, after Kingston. We done been for 40 years, we done been through the ups and downs, and the, the, the trials and tribulations. <laughs> yeah, after, after Kingston rain, that's when he do all that. I think he just, at this point... I said when you showed like we saw the last clip of him doing the yeah all the prayer said he needs to just be choir boy at this point. Come for five heartbeats. He gonna he gonna send a postcard to Bobby and be like, "Hello, I am now the pastor at my father's church. I have a surprise for you." Bye, bye, Mike. Can I get a ride, bro? Can I get a ride? Okay, I have a this. This is a question I've been wondering. On your bus. I, this is a question I've been wanting to ask. Why do Michael Bibbins have his own bus? They all have their own buses. No, 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 no. Like, okay, you have a bus, like your own bus, but it's his face on the side of the bus. Like, I just... Yes, because he, he doing it for a promotion of his uh, documentary. You, you heard that right. Don't look elsewhere, dear. That's right. Coming soon to don't know whatever. <laughs> it's gonna be <laughs> the Michael Bivens documentary. Not Bell Bill DeVoe, which they gotta be mentioned, but I mean Really? Wild. Absolutely wild. We can talk about a bat her basketball career that went nowhere. It just <laughs> Oh god. You know what? Hey, shout out to uh to Michael Bivens. He got a buzz, I don't. So that's one way to look at it. Yeah, everything was cool though. Yeah, it's um, not even about that. I just he does even give me, though he it, does give me face on the side of my bus energy. Look, it's all right. Probably <laughs> respectful because first of all, proud of first he texts me. He's like, this, "Do you see this?" He said, "Be that." So yeah, because I was like, "Why for what? For what <laughs> why do you need that?" Oh, like, all on the um, side, like, like he like like he the Steve Harvey book tour. <laughs> just. just 
his face all on the side. That was a lot. Even that that Steve Harvey book tour bus was. Yeah, it was. I was uh-huh. like, sir, why is your face? Oh, you took a picture. You right know how big? Yeah, how much brown plastic vinyl <laughs> sticky paper it took to make a bus size Steve Harvey head? Mm-hmm. That, that's that's something too much to think about. That's a lot. But you said overall, uh-huh. overall, you know, even though people kept making fun of Bobby, and I laughed, but overall was it was still a success, right? Y'all made the money and everything. That it was cool. Yeah, overall was good. Sell out shows and everything. Y'all not doing no more this year, right? Y'all not doing it no more this year, right? I don't know yet. Oh, good lord! But I just know we we are done with tour for now. But uh, Bobby. One he got food poisoning at one show and was out for like that. He wasn't out for the week, but he was like limited for that week. And then he went. To, I'm gonna just say I think he caught something at a party. That's what I would assume. Uh huh. But he he went to a party and then like he came back from the party sick. So then he had missed two shows because he was sick. Oh, what they put in the ribs. That- <laughs> Like Bobby, he, Bobby. No, he had like a he had like a like a, a block party. It was like Bobby Brown's block party. And as soon as he got back from the block party, he was sick. So I was like, I don't know who you coughed on you or whatever. Not who coughed on you. I don't know. He probably probably they probably went to you know that that little big mama house. Listen, it's it's trying still, to them ribs. It's still winter spring out here, okay? Because <laughs> and folks are still getting sick. And I guess folks got loose and they don't be covering the calls. I can't tell you how many times I see people cough out in the open air when I was in California. Yeah. I said, oh, y'all just be over here passing around germs. Like, yeah. what's going on? Yep. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of cool stuff, though. People came backstage and everything. That was cool. Um, the L.A. show was cool. The New Jersey venue was nice because I think that was the it's like a newer venue or something, but the, the, their ceiling is nice. The Boardwalk Hall? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they redid all of that stuff, because Boardwalk Hall used to be run down. Mm. Like, I don't even know if it was open at one point, and I think they must have, like, tried to fix it up so they could start bringing acts through there, because a lot of stuff over there in AC, when they built the newer casinos, people yeah. were going to, like, the Borgata to yeah. have concerts. Love, love the Borgata. Um, and then they, or they would have them at like Caesars where they had like the built-in performance area. Mm-hmm. So who's going to, why would you book Boardwalk Hall? It's not attached to anything. Well. But I don't know. I, I think they went in and tried to make it more appealing. I've been seeing more shows popping up over there. And I'm just Boardwalk like, okay. I don't want to drive all the way over there for that. Why y'all couldn't just come to Wells Fargo? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't want to do that. I gotta pay the tolls and. Yeah, they had a lot of good out. stuff. There. They did a. They did a, a a newer arena in New York. Uh, called a UBS arena. That was a good arena. Where was that new. at? That's in. I want to say New York. Maybe maybe Long Island, New York. Maybe. Okay. Or in New York, New York. It's like close. It's one of them, but it's like. In the main New York area, that just it's all it's like one of them. It's one of them. One of them New Yorks where like it's the main street and then like the next intersections. This area, so it's like Manhattan. though. But no, it was. I would say for the most part, it was just success. But some things I didn't like. Some things I 
you know, like set lists and, and transition and stuff, but it was cool um, for the most part. I, I have no complaints, no major complaints. Live. I, I, <laughs> I'll fuck with you. No, that, that's good. I do say, bro, I, I would like to have this stage again, though. Which stage? The stage we had was helpful because the stage that we had, uh, it was like a, um, um, what do you call it? I mean, we had, we were under the stage, but the backstage was under the stage. Mm. Okay. Hmm. So like when we had to go do quick changes and stuff, we just went under the stage rather than go all the way to the all back to the dressing room. Gotcha. Then come all the way back. Cool. So. Have it been in them situations where it's like you got to go run in the back and now everybody behind the curtain, the curtain moving frantically because yeah. it's six girls back there trying to yeah, throw outfits all over their head struggles yeah so instead of doing all that it's just under the stage they got all they got like chairs they sit down in and then they kind of change under the stage and then they come back up which i like this I, I want, for for accessibility i like this stage because they had so many access points they had like stairs in the middle you can go through the middle you can go through either side you can go through the back side you can come from the elevator and they all like the stairs come down but then they raise up as it's like if you step on it i don't know how to explain it Every, everything that's an interest way on the stage can come up and be covered and it's just like a part of the stage now well that sounds that sounds pretty dope seriously does mm-hmm. and i'm glad look first of all we're glad you're back safely so look we make fun of bobby because trust me chubbs has sent me a multiple of thing of bobby uh <coughs> Not be able to keep up with the dancing. But however, though, <clears throat> I, I always am always glad to always see all six members of New Edition do their thing. Yes, all it is time. always nice to see. It's nice to see folks grow. Yeah. And be able to work with each other and whatnot, and put on a decent show. I wish we would have been able to see it. Yeah. But, you know. So like you know like when Temptation was able to do it, when New Edition does it, even when the Jackson did, you know people went. I don't know. <laughs> I, like uh, I don't know about tour. that, man. I like the victory tour. I mean, but the the struggles. Yeah, or or it sound like that was behind it. Oh yeah, or Mass Square. I mean, look, hey, dude, and he had struggles also with kid. I said he probably had struggles now. Look, first of all, Ronnie has to be a choreographer, okay? Because this man can just he just he be really ride. looking like one of the dancers up there. I'm like, is he finna sing or he just gonna keep dancing with well, them? He, 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 he holding it down for everybody else. He don't else. stop. Meanwhile, Bobby on the other hand is, <laughs> yeah, y'all get the best of these shoulders. You ain't right. <laughs> that's what it's going to be. And let me change. And I just feel like, look. Yeah. Miss, yeah. The, the, the only thing I would say, Prime, is for y'all next tour, <clears throat> the only real thing, can y'all stop putting Bobby in if it isn't love? <clears throat> <laughs> He wasn't even in this show. He said, "Let that man time. rest." <laughs> Y'all be in that. He wasn't. He wasn't. In, he wasn't in like he literally any song he didn't say lead in. Other than Candy Girl, he wasn't in. Uh, I'm saying that's now. I say, but before every time we see the clip of of the, the, them saying, uh, "If it isn't love," he didn't do that. So I'm like, "Bro, you wouldn't even part of this song. You don't even have to be do do, do this." You can go take a rest on the stool back there. I understand he wanna be there for his brothers, he wanna be there for you know, be there for the team. I get that. However, 
after they done doing their spins, and they, and they done, you know, doing the, go back to, and by the time you said, I don't love it, I mean, gas. But I say, I would just be like, all right, I'm going to do the thing where they put the arm up and jump back. I'm going to just keep jumping back. And just keep going backwards. <laughs> You know, just just those little things. You know what I'm saying? But ain't that big? Um, <clears throat> yeah, thing is cool though. For the most part, I'm gonna just keep saying for the most part because I do have some complaints, like I said. But oh. everything worked out. Are we doing complaints here? Are we doing complaints off the air? We, we can probably do it off the air. Okay. We do it off. The air. I mean, the complaints are not major complaints. It's just like. The set, I, which I, I mean, it's not nothing I didn't tell them. It's just the set list and some spacing issues because I, I have a uh, spacing spacing issues that I, I don't like when stuff is not spaced out or stuff don't look like it makes sense. That's all. That makes sense. Oh yeah, no, no problem. I'll say, look, hey, look, we all day you can go off, you know. <laughs> but one day, one day we can't go off on now. Uh oh. This a week or two ago. The new Winnie Houston movie that came out in December of 2022, so it wasn't that long ago, they finally released it on streaming services. Because I, prior told me, and I, I said, because I'm a DVD collector, but the, the money's been a little tight. So I said, I'm not going to go out here and just waste the money on the, on the DVD off of principle. So I said, I'm going to wait until it comes to a streaming service. I ain't know which streaming service is going to come to at all. Well, it finally came to Netflix. So I text Pro because Pro it came on digital a couple months, like a month or so ago. Okay. But I'm just like, but for me, renting or buying, I'm just, I about to just wait till the DVD come out. That's what I, I just want to say to all the people that made this movie number <clears throat> one on Netflix, y'all should just change myself. Wait, say that again. To all the people that made this movie number one on Netflix, y'all should be ashamed of yourselves. I, I honestly, it, it was a new, fresh movie. Where you know, I feel as though anybody wanted to watch this to get a clue of it, because a lot of people probably didn't go and see it in the theaters like they probably wanted to. And they know why they didn't go <laughs> see it. I, I, uh, I can understand what the hope of it was. This is a new Whitney Houston featured film. This ain't a Lifetime movie. You know, this ain't a BT movie. This sure? ain't a Lifetime you know? movie. What the Lifetime movie did it better? So what? This is not a Lifetime movie, but the Lifetime movie did it That's better. That's why I said, are yeah. we sure? I'm talking about this, I can see it on the silver screen. I'm not talking about what the results we got was. I'm talking about when the trailer came out, so it's like, this is a featured film. Okay, I have a question. Why is the best Whitney Houston movie the Bobby Brown movie? I feel like this is a legitimate question. I, I agree. Oh, that's unfortunate. It is unfortunate. Even though I feel as though that one of these problems that they've been having with Whitney Houston is they haven't been able to find somebody that looks like Whitney Houston. Bro! What you mean, man? What you mean, G? Oh, don't worry. We'll get to that, G. <laughs> so that's one thing I can speak to. Since I did not see anything more than two minutes of this movie in total. Yeah. From the jump, when they started the cast, when they started showing the cast, I was yeah. very confused. Because if you put these people, if you just give me the context that we're making a, a Whitney Houston movie and these are the people we've cast without telling me who they were for, yeah. I couldn't have told you who they belong to. Um, I don't know old girl's name who played Whitney on top of my head, but she ain't like Whitney. 
I thought come to find out she has she, she has a huge natural gap. And, and they closed it. And they had to close it. I mean, not in real. I mean, you they know, didn't close. do the stuff for it. Yeah. I was just like. At the end of the movie, she looked like no teeth was sticking out. You know she looked like Angela Bassett playing Whitney Houston, which is wild to me. And but I was just like, no, that's a no. Nafisa Williams as Robin was insane. Sorry, what? Tamara Tune as her mama? Absolutely not. Like who? Who was picking these people? I don't know. I don't mean, you. RZA as Bobby Brown. We're not gonna keep calling Let's... him RZA. The wild part is, looks wise, I think he might have been <coughs> closest to like casting what you would do for a young Bobby Brown. However, I, you know, if he was really out here sounding like RZA from the Wu Tang as Bobby Brown, well, I was just like, that's problematic. What's going on here? Well, probably just like you, you ready for you ready for uh, Urban Youth Bobby Brown? I'm just like, is there another is there another Bobby Brown? <laughs> but I was just like, that's horrible. But uh, I get what now I get what he was saying. Um, price it. Yeah, okay. Okay. Uh, so I, I I took a point and watched the movie. And I said, because I can only judge for myself. Because I hate to be the kind of person that judges and jumps on anything with anybody else to say. I want to see it for myself. Even though Priory had told me he hated the movie. Uh, I watched it. It ain't the greatest. It's not the greatest. And I think I'm more disappointed than angry. Because they had... Because they only have one scene of Jermaine Jackson. What you say? Because they only have one scene of Jermaine Jackson. That is not even my first name. Oh my, my god. That's not even my first first, first first of all, that from the beginning of the movie to the Soul Train Awards. Or, excuse me, or was it the Grammys? I forgot what it was. It was a. Are you sure? I mean, it was, it's, in the real life, it was the Soul Train Awards, but that wasn't the Soul Train Awards. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, that 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 award show that was in the movie was just called award show. Uh, <laughs> no soul in that a- at all. From there today, the movie is hella rushed, hella rushed to the point where I, I understand that 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 you're trying to tell uh, a span of twenty five thirty year story in two and a half hours. And that's why we don't do that. Yeah, and that's why it's hard to do that. You, I mean, you either do one, you either make it close to a three-hour movie, or you break it up and do like a miniseries or things like that to help, to, to help really expand the story. Mm-hmm. Because I, I, I felt this though at the beginning, everything was just mad rush. And if you don't really know the background of Whitney Houston like that, you would have sat there and think, I'm just like so... Is she a hoe? Is she? Is she? I mean, that? I hate to say it like that, but that sounds like that's the way they had it. They were portraying her. The, the, the way it was like, it, it was just like, you know, I sing for our mama in church. My mama wanted me to sing because it's God's gift. Hey, Robin. I like Robin. I love Robin. Hey, sing for Clyde Davis. Sign, Clyde Davis signs with the Houston. Hey, she can sing. Hey, uh, let's record that first album. 
She sounds so good with Jermaine Jackson. You fucked Jermaine Jackson? Rob is pissed. <laughs> the you fucked Jermaine Jackson it, part is just every prime time. Prime, I lying? No, that's how I go. No, I believe you. And then, it's like, I want to dance with somebody. You ain't black enough. I do what I want to do. My prerogative. That's how this thing moves. That's too much. That's how this thing, that's how the movie moves. And this is this is in the first, like, I want to say hour. And I'm like, whoa. Whoa. Now, the part that I, got on my nerves is when she was like, I want to do movies. Then, like, the next scene she had already did three movies already. I'm like, bro, what? Bro. <laughs> she just calls Clyde Davis at night. And first of all, okay, I, I'll get to that later. She just calls Clyde Davis at night. And she just like, hey, I want to do a movie. Okay. Well, I got this movie for you. I don't want to do that movie. Kevin Costner did it. I want to do that movie. That's how it is. And I'm like, Wait, what? Uh, math ain't math here, but sure. And here's the thing. I'm not sitting here saying that all of the all these people in Whitney's life needed 15, 20-minute scenes. Mm-hmm. But you got to do a better job introducing people in the movie so we understand who they are and what the whole thing is. I felt as though... Uh, in the beginning, like you know, when it came to Rob, it's like, okay, yeah, she she met this girl. I mean, it, it ain't like accurate how she met her, but then it's like, okay, even with the with the little montage you did, you, you show that there's a relationship building between them. And then it's like, okay, so are we? Are we? But it, it it needed a little more. It needs it needs something more because honestly, you could just. You could be like, okay, this could have been a flame. This could be like, but no, we got to kind of understand that this could have, you know, really loved her and the, uh, the the problem her parents had with Robin. And then, you know, uh, it's the, 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 the whole thing about the whole music thing. I felt so that was kind of glossed over because you really didn't address the reason why the black community was mad with her in the first place. It just seemed like, hey, I want to make a song. I want to dance with somebody. And it was like, well, you know what? You know, your, uh, your music's not black enough. Not even talking about the first album that she did, which was, which this album was a complete 180 of what the first album was. You know what I'm saying, Brian? Yeah. And I was like, so why didn't we talk about that just a little bit more? And then the whole Jermaine Jackson thing, I felt as though was like, okay, y- y'all put him in here. As a plot, uh, a plot device for just her and Robin to find a way to break up. And I was like, it could have been handled a little bit better. Because first of all, it's like, hey, <clears throat> it could even be something simple like, hey, she, she gets off the elevator, and then her and Clive Davis bump in. I'm not saying this is how it actually happened, but you know that they bumped into Jermaine Jackson. It's like, oh, hey, this is Jermaine, and you can show a little thing like, hey, she thinks she's cute. Got a little spark in her, and then you know, then all of a sudden you can do like, "Hey, well, we want you to, we want you to record some songs together." Jermaine can help you out, and she just gets a little bit into Jermaine and is making Robin a little bit jealous. It was just so blunt to the whole point. It was just like, "Damn, wait a minute!" For a casual fan, I gotta be like, "Wait, wait rewind." Where's Jermaine coming from all this? That's just like um, 
that scene with Clyde Davis, she was like, who's that? Your boyfriend? Yeah, we've been married for years. What? Like, <laughs> that seems crazy, too. That was just, uh, what the fuck is going on here? I'm like, mm-hmm. and Once again, I'm not sitting here saying that Jermaine Jackson needed 20 minutes of screen time. He didn't. But to only bring him in as a plot device to break her and Robin up, I, I was like, for that reason, you had to bring him in there at all. To establish the point that she had a thing for Jermaine. She she she, uh, she had feelings for Jermaine Jackson. And you and, but it was just like, hey, we just we gonna just bring him in here to just be like, so Robin can get mad and be like, so you, so you fucked him. Okay, well, we we can't do this. All right, I hope I hope to get to it. Okay, go ahead. My main issue with this movie. Your main issue. I know you got a lot of them. <laughs> probably a, it's just probably a petty reason, right? Uh huh. Not enough drugs or crack or cocaine. <laughs> what? Now, for Not those out, for those out there listening, for those out there listening, wait. For those out there listening, I understand what where he's where he's coming from. I get it. That's yeah. just it's it's wild to hear the yeah. Now, Not enough drugs. Now, now I'm not sitting there saying that she had to be. You know, Al Pacino is starting to just put his head right mount of coke, mount of cocaine on the desk. I'm not saying that, but what I'm saying is, you, the way the movie is set up, and unfortunately, it could have been designed this way, that you don't see any drug problem until Bobby get there. The most you see her do is cigarettes. Mm-hmm. She smoked. She smoked cigarettes. Now, unless I want to see, I always saw the movie once. So there's something that I missed over. Somebody out there. Out there, what's it? What's let us know about? Let us know about. But I only, she, it was only a thing about cigarettes. Yeah. Then when Bobby gets in the picture, it's drugs. It's not drugs. It's like it's like I've seen Carlton Belair do more drugs than, than they did in this movie. Baby drugs. That's a, that's that's weird, guys. And I, I was just like, you know, but <clears throat> it's like to to be fair. Well, an icon like Whitney Houston, you want to handle that, that situation tastefully, but you don't. Are want we doing to. her real life story or not? <coughs> not when you're not when the family's doing it. Oh, okay. So then we're not doing it because ain't no ain't no way. I'm so I'm not trying to be mean. But there's no way I'm about to do a whole movie about Wendy Houston. But oh yeah, she she only smoked weed. She dabbled. She did, did drugs. Like really? She just kept a pack of Newport's on her. Like y'all, come on. And it's the thing, I'm not, I don't want it to be a, like, glorify or, like, even, even in the case of demonizing her, if yeah. it was a, if it was something that she went through and she had to work through what it seems like her whole adult life, I feel like it, don't gloss over it. And especially, it's kind of like, it's like a slap in the face of the audience. When it's like, we all watch these things happen publicly. I'm not saying turn it into a parody, because it's a fine line where you tell somebody's story and you exploit someone. Yes. I.e. every Marilyn Monroe project that's ever been done. Hot damn. <laughs> Preach, mother. However, yeah. even if you don't show her explicitly like snorting up coke or whatever yeah. her drug of choice was, I feel like it could have been addressed that maybe it was a, somebody in her life is concerned because she yeah. has been doing drugs. Or we've been or at least show her this. with the stuff on her nose or her doing the sniffles or something. Like just uh, no, but, but you know 
even if you alluded to it, I but feel like even still, I feel as though that a taste way to do it is they they didn't. It, in my personal opinion, they didn't show the gravity of what was stressing her out at the, at the jump, such as if she being in love with Robin, mm-hmm. her parents, you know, especially her mother, the pressure of being a, a, a the singer. You know the pressure of not uh, not being black enough. Like all those pressures and all those things uh, could cause people to go down the wrong way. And I felt as though if if you had given that kind of gravity in the situation to the point where then you could have illustrated like this is this is my re- this is my escape, where it could be like you know the opening. <clears throat> For you know, side of which this is unrelated. When they do this Michael Jackson movie, it's like. You can't just you, you can't just show up and like oh shit Mike's on drugs why he's on drugs because of that his accident with his hair but with, I I don't know I feel like it's the same thing the the problem I've always had with the Temptations movie uh huh they never <clears throat> addressed the fact that Paul Williams had sickle cell yeah they never was, addressed yeah. the fact that he was probably in pain all the time and they was just like oh the drinking <coughs> just came out of just drinking just came out of nowhere. Yeah. Gotta look out for Paul. Make sure he says he's not on that stage. I'm not on that stage. Oh yeah. Where were you when he was hitting Paul? That's horrible. It's horrible. I'm really so bad. But I don't know. You just I don't think that people really understand. I, I don't know. I think it takes a really great filmmaker, screenwriter, producer to be able to walk that fine line of I'm going to tell this person's story without it seeming like I'm trying to parody them or I'm trying to make them look bad like just expressly for the purpose of making them look it's something happening in your life it's something happening in your life yeah Mm -hmm. Um, there's a lot of weird stuff what would you say there was a lot of weird stuff in transitions, like, yeah, meet Bobby, and oh my God, we're performing at the Super Bowl. It's just like, oh. <laughs> yeah, that's not oh, even. Okay. They didn't even. Well, first of all, that now that Bobby thing pissed me off. Now here's the thing, because when she's at the Soul Train Awards, and then Bobby's up on stage, we don't even we get the My Prerogative demo. We don't even mm-hmm. get. I was like. This is like this is, this is what Teddy Riley played to Bobby to do the song. He just played this right here, this track that they that they got. They were like, "This is the reference track. Don't throw, throw that in there. That's all he would license to." Yeah, so he's up there, he's like this, <laughs> and he just doing his thing, and this is like, "Look at that, look at that Whitney." And bye, brother, everybody. He walk off. But that's the thing, right? We've seen multiple times. We've heard from them. We've seen played out in actual more than one movie how they met. Yeah, it's not that hard. And she, she come to him and she flirted with him a little bit, stuff like that. And then as soon as Rizzo started talking, I was just Not like, as, "You gotta stop calling this man. What's his real name?" I was like, "Yo, it looked like they just took Rizzo from the Wu Tang Clan story and put him in here." Cause I was just like, "Because what did he? He said, what's up, G?'" No, that's what Parker's saying. Oh. Say what, you know, say but he might as well. Oh God! And I was like, this don't. I understand you can practice practice mannerisms and stuff like that, but this don't even sound like Bobby. 
you know, I was just like, this just sounds like so urban you walk the street. Which some people can argue that what my grandma to say, but still. And uh they had the whole thing with, you know, him with with, with them booing her for, you know, when she was getting nominated and then she like, okay, after the, he like, yo, don't even worry about it. Next thing you know, Bobby and Whitney's in a you know, relationship. And oh. Robert like, don't trust this man and she like, you know, just fight back with with Robert about that and next thing you know, they about we get married. I'm like, Really? <laughs> you don't even you, you, We got no development. You gotta have some kind of development. He just appeared and then Oh 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 don't don't do anyone. They they made sure to put the scene in, in the limo when he proposed to her and they said, uh by the way, I I I got a baby on the way. They made sure to put that in there. So y'all took nothing else from the Bobby Brown story but that. <laughs> nothing? Nothing. Okay. Nothing. Nothing. Right. I'm surprised he didn't say, hey, yo, G, marry me for or else. I'm surprised he didn't say, hey, <laughs> no, or else. <laughs> and then, y'all and trying then, to get, you trying to get married or no? Like, damn, we bro. go to the bodyguard. We don't get no Kevin Cosner. I mean, I just think. He was the one that picked Whitney for that movie. They, not, they don't what, care. Listen, they don't care about accuracy. Let me tell you what the estate, a.k.a. her sister-in-law, care about. Is it going to make money? First of all, first first of all, you see how she put herself in the movie too. What's wrong? What's wrong? What's wrong with she? Uh, what's it, Sissy? No, Sissy's her mom. Or Pat. Yeah. Pat is her sister-in-law. Yeah. Pat. Yeah, she was like, "Oh, this is my sister, Pat," and Pat was just all around all of a sudden. Like Pat was like in the background with her and Robin all of a sudden. All this time, just it was just her, Pat, and Robin. <laughs> I okay. want you to see my face right now. They they did the whole Super Bowl thing. I like that was nice because she she had the portrait until they showed the face. Like when they show her walking to the stage, you see the behind like oh they go that famous tracksuit. Yeah. They go that you know they they go that Super Bowl moment. Then then they go on her face. And then, look, I'm telling you, this lady is not ugly. I'm not putting that out there. No, no but see, she just don't you like don't Whitney. have to be ugly to not look like somebody. Yeah, I'm, I'm just. Nafisa Williams is is pretty. And I'm always here to see a Philly girl win. But yeah. she don't look like Robin. I, she just don't. The only person in this movie who looked anything remotely like that character, um, besides, you know, a little bit. Clive like, Davis. Clive Davis. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Stanley Tucci, I think, does a decent job as Clive Davis. If you see Stanley Tucci in it, like I said yeah. earlier, that's Clive. He's going to be Clive Davis. That's the only yeah. thing that could have been like, he's going to be Clive. Everybody else? But the problem with Stanley the, the, the Tucci is they gave him nothing to do. This is Clive Davis. The way she talked about how influential he was in her career and how much he did for they her. They gave him nothing to do. That's ridiculous. No, it's like usually when, when people... Okay, when you have those Mama Rose, those Joe Jacksons, those, those different side characters that play... A, a nice important piece in the life of these entertainers stuff like that and we can go back in all these movies and quote them or remember, remember their parts stuff like that there's nothing memorable there's nothing to to Clive Davis in this movie I'm just like this is fucking Clive Davis this is the you know especially the relationship that him and Whitney had and there's nothing literally it's all about you know 
I won't be here for you. Hey, hey, you're up? Yeah, play me some songs. Okay, well, I was looking at this one earlier. See if you like that. <laughs> hey, you know, say, say, no, no, you know, give me another one. Okay, play me the best one. You want the best one? Okay. Hey, you need to go to rehab. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Whitney. I will say, um... <laughs> Another big gripe I have about this movie, and I don't know, maybe y'all feel the same or don't feel the same. The performances didn't hit for me, and uh, it's not Whitney's fault, but I think her performance style is not one to duplicate in the movie, and it's still be exciting. Would that make sense? I can see that. I didn't see it, but I can see what you mean. Whitney did not have, like, say what you want about Bobby Brown. Yeah. But late 80s, early 90s, Bobby Brown was giving you a show. Yes, I agree. Okay, so I can see why those scenes would be exciting in, like, his story. Whitney is a stand flat-footed and sing yeah. type of performer. She might give you a walk across the stage, but she's not giving you, you know, choreography like that. No, but yeah. uh, it, she, she had it, but also, it's also the way the movie, movie presented the stuff also. Was it like yeah. the Aaliyah scenes? I I just feel like they didn't have to like okay some movies it would be it's nice to do the full song and all the but I'm like I feel like these scenes they didn't need to do the full song they were just pressing for time because doing the full song of her just standing still looking at the crowd just kind of like okay so you talking right. about the end. I, 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 I get what you're saying I'm talking about the end and uh what's the song it's what is the song she did on Oprah the song she, the song she did on Oprah. Okay. That, that song, that's one of the few songs where she has a little bit of like. Well, they well not in, not in that scene. <laughs> they not they, in that scene. They do duplicate that. And I was just like, okay, it's fine because you know she, she got the aesthetic there, and then she, and they also did. I want to dance somebody. Obviously, might as well because it's the fucking title the of the movie. movie. So <clears throat> those performances. Oh, I got a question, ladies. <laughs> Okay. Oh my god, my chest hurt. Okay. All right. Let me calm down. <laughs> okay. So, so latest guess, you didn't see the end, right? Um, I saw that in performance. You mean the Selena White, White Rose performance? That's what I call it. Okay. So, no. Okay. So. <laughs> I'm scared now. Uh, can you guess how she, can you, can you guess how they had her die, quote unquote, in the movie? What she's doing in the movie? What she's doing? What she, what she dies was about to die. Was she swimming or something? No, she's. I don't want to say she's YouTubing herself, but she's basically YouTubing herself from watching her old performance. Is that what what was? Because I, that's I, what I was supposed to be. Yes. Because it looked. Oh, she was God. she was looking it up and then she was singing it in the mirror. That 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 mainly the dude was, was talking about. She was rolling up and about to do that coke. And then the screen just went to black and then she just went to her singing. But I'm like, there ain't no way. You you gotta tell me on the last day of her death, the dude was like, "Hey, remember that medley you did?" And she was like, "Yeah." And then she started singing it, looking up on YouTube, then died. And then like, I, I was just like, "Come on, Yo. come on." And that's another that's another trope. It's a I'm going through a montage of my life. I'm looking at myself, feeling sorry for myself because I'm not that person I used to be, and now I'm about to. Spiral out of control. Death scenes are. Oh, she spiral. That was the last one. Yeah, like death death scenes in in movies and biopics are hard, 
and sometimes everybody's not comfortable with it. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying everybody ain't comfortable with it. And sometimes you don't know if it could be like done tastefully, like Dave Ruffin can toss from the car. That yeah, but I'm not. I'm not. Otis I'm not gonna have. Like, oh yeah, she was watching YouTube. She, yeah. like, Otis needed 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 a cuss out for that. Yeah. Uh, so. Well, I mean, to, to, to their credit, when the movie came out, they had that many details about his death. So I mean, you know. Yeah. So. Just got then, you know, and then Eddie Kitch died off screen. So you know, it just. Yeah. I see. Here's the thing, right? Because we, the big thing was we knew she died, and all we knew was that she drowned in a tub. Yeah. Even if it was like, oh y'all, I'm about to get ready for this Grammy party, yeah. and then it's like her, because you know they love a good slow mo. Even if it was like a slow mo of her walking into the bathroom with a robe on or something, the door closed. Oh no, nah, she slow. was in the bathroom. She was in the bathroom well, watching YouTube. Saying, I could see that, and then it's just like you know something. But I mean, at least had a bath water run or something. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like you can. Yeah, I- Implications, okay. Yeah. Now, I, 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 okay. I will be. I will be honest with you. I'm kind of mean at, at this one scene because the pictures got out of how her cabin, how her counter looked when she died, right in the hotel. That was uh, oh that that was the hotel. Was that her bed? You talk about the Pusha T album cover? Yes, that was the hotel. That was her bathroom in her house, I think. I thought. Did she she died in the hotel in her in her she house? She died in the hotel. The picture. Yeah. I don't know about the picture. From her bath, I mean, picture from her hotel. I thought it's from the scene. It's from the scene. Oh, in the scene, it's like that. Hmm. I'm confused. <laughs> no, I'm saying that the, the bathroom from Pusha T's album cover is from the scene of her death. No, I thought that was from them. They did take a picture when they went into that house that she abandoned in like Atlanta or something like that. No, 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 no. I wouldn't know. I'm telling you. I'll tell you, that scene for Pusha T thing is from her 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 death because Bob Bob had he had like a uh, an issue or something about it. I mean, I it was only say- issue because it was her death. It was her death. It was her death pictures, not even like still. Pictures. I'm so that's still gonna have an issue with it. So what? Well, yeah, but so Pusha T. <laughs> Pusha T had an album cover and it was obviously like a bathroom sink cover in drug paraphernalia and it came out that that was a picture of Whitney Houston's bathroom sink covered in drug drug paraphernalia Damn. and I was just like well that's tacky Damn. I mean but then again I'm also fine I guess I'll die on this hill I'm not rapping about selling coke past the age of 40 so whatever but <laughs> do what you want I <laughs> just Wow. But it I was don't, just like I did not. I thought that was tacky. That's just my personal opinion. Pretty sure I yeah. said this on an old old episode of uh, Turntables. Was not my fave. Gotcha. Yeah. No. Uh, it, uh, I, I, I just felt as though, especially everything in the nineties was just compacted and literally like Bobby Christina grew up in a hiccup. It's like I was so, say, was she in it? Yeah, she was in it. She was in like two scenes. She was a baby, and then the next time we see her, she's uh. And Bobby only got five right? scenes in this movie. Look, you can. Count. I told you he don't. He not in the movie that much. He not. I knew he was. I knew he wasn't in the movie that much when I he was in the trailer for like a second out of like five five three minute trailers. He only in there for a second. Come on now. Listen. Bobby is only in the movie to argue with either A Whitney, B Robin, Lily. That's it. He's. It's, I'm, I can count. I can count the scenes. Right when they meet, 
Soul Train. Or I, I don't know if you want to count these two, but when they meet and he gets her number, because it's the same day. It's the same day. Yes. The scene after that, where they got on the all red. Yeah. Or when Bobby has on the all red. The scene where Bobby's watching her do the performance. Barely. That's barely. Okay. <laughs> two seconds. The argument scene, the argument scene with her and Robin, the argument scene, another argument scene with her and Robin. I mean, with him and Robin, and, and then an argument scene with Whitney and 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 Bobby. That's not it. That's five or six scenes. That's it. He's not in it that much at all. Listen, listen again. If this is done under the official Whitney Houston umbrella, anything that will ever be done until honestly, I can't even say until her sister-in-law is gone because she don't have nobody else to carry on that legacy. It's gonna be F. Bobby Brown. Everything. They are never going to forgive that man. Despite the fact that multiple accounts will tell you that it's a two way street. And Whitney Houston herself will tell you I was no angel. It's always gonna be F Bobby Brown. If they have a chance, if at this woman's funeral they made it a point to escort this man and his children out. It's always going to be F that man. I say at least until Sissy die. At least. I don't know, man, because I'm like, well, I, will, I will at least put my own daughter in the movie. Like, honestly, God, I. Granddaughter? <laughs> No, you would not think that she, you would not think that uh, Whitney Houston had a daughter, while the, like how it was portrayed at some points in this movie. It, it, she was she was completely useless. Bobby Christina in this movie was completely useless. And, I, and you know what? And that's unfortunate because I really that's why I feel like I can't get down with the way that things are done when people are going. Like like the way that yeah. sometimes estates handle things when people are going. We were just talk about this with Marvin Gaye kid. Yeah, suing everybody. Hey, look! All they gotta do is put their ear to the radio, and I'm like, "Oh, that sounds like his court." Let's go. <laughs> Absolutely. Where it's kind of just like you are you are you really preserving the legacy if you are doing all the stuff? Like, why was there a, a Whitney Houston? Didn't she recently have a makeup line come out from somebody? I'm pretty <laughs> sure that happened in the last like six months. Then there was the hologram. Then there was the movie. <laughs> Holograms on tour as if it was the real Whitney Houston. It's crazy to me. What happened? The hologram going on tour as if it was the real Whitney Houston. It's crazy to me. I, but I'm just like, it feels very exploitative. because, And that's why I could completely believe that it wouldn't be about actually really telling her story and talking about these people who had such an impact on her life because that's not what it's about. It, it's not. It's just, as I say, it, it was very... Disappointed. We get to the end, like Prime was saying, and we had the whole little Selena thing where she's singing her 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 medley, and it's, it's a full performance. It's like a whole eight minute performance. That's a weird way to end the movie. Then then we go to the end where they show the credits and they show the actual real pictures of Wood Houston, like the video stuff, as the credits going on of different parts of the movie that, that of course, that that they she was. From. Yeah, that they bought from something like that. So I thought I thought that was nice, but uh, overall, it's just like I will see. Uh huh. I did like the part of how they showed her getting the drugs because I didn't notice it the first time. Yeah, maybe I didn't either. What, what, what you mean? Because <clears throat> they showed it twice. Like she, the, it, it, the guy she'll walk up to her, she'll sign the autograph, and she'll pull her notebook out. 
potential for a pinout. And he would sign it and then give her the thing back. Oh, snap. I, I missed that. Now, what happened? He, she was acting like she was giving an autograph and somebody slipped the drugs in the book. <laughs> Basically, yeah. yes. Oh. Like, because she, she, she had, <coughs> like, people yeah. ask her for autographs and she would sign everybody. And then, like, this one dude came up. She took the notebook out of her bag and gave it to him to sign. And then he gave it back and then she had drug, had the drugs. Yeah, I missed it. Yeah. See, like I said, you always see things. You know, wow. because I, I caught it. Just, when they did it the first time, I was just like, oh, okay. And then when they did it the second time, when she, the day that she died, is when they did it the second time. Yeah. Okay. She was like, oh, oh, oh Chrissy, I'll wait, be wait. there. And so she, the guy at the bartender was giving her drugs? No, not the bartender. Oh, before okay. she went to the bartender. Before the bartender he was the, got you. He was the magical Negro character. <laughs> he was the one that was like, hey, remember that? Yeah. No, I said, no. oh, you said that. <laughs> remember okay so remember when she went to the lobby and I thought oh my god it's Whitney Houston and then she signed the dude's autograph and the white dude's autograph yeah and then she she had the book I guess the book had the money in it and he slipped her something that, oh, I don't know but what gotcha you gotcha because so, because she was supposed she quote unquote signed her autograph but then when they showed the book he th- <sighs> okay I'm getting too excited she was supposed to sign her autograph when the dude moved away from her, he just threw the book in the trash. They zoomed in on the book. She didn't sign nothing, meaning that there was a transaction that happened. But you know. that's right. Cause I okay. So when I saw that scene, I thought it was she signed this guy's autograph and said she would not have it no more. He didn't care for it and just do it, do it in the trash, and which made her depressed. And I was like, I. But now that you explain, I'm like, okay, now that makes more sense. That lady could have paid someone else to go and get her drugs. I get, I get, I'm saying, but towards the end, like, I'm talking about, after I looked at you, I'm talking about 2012. I know what you're talking about. This is, this was, is, this is day of, in the movie, this is day of death. Day you're of not death. making me believe that Whitney Houston is leaving her room while the Grammy party festivities are going on and things are being built and Not whatnot. only did she leave the room, she left her daughter in there, too. You said, what happened? Not only did she leave the room, she left her door in the room. She said, I'll be back. Somebody just texted me. I got to go get some fresh air. And that was the dude who texted her that he was in the lobby. Whitney Houston, no matter how she was at the end of her life, it's still Whitney Houston. You want me to believe that she walked downstairs and did a full-on drug transaction with someone? I don't know. That's how they... I don't know. That's what they got in the movie. I mean, I'm aware. But what? I'm sorry. That's... (laughs) Because at that point, I'm going to just buzz you up. I have a guest coming to suite. Penthouse suite. Come to the door. Step in the hallway. Why would she... Uh, Why would Whitney... Which I don't understand how they just let a random dude in this celebrity-filled hotel, but, you know. Random man come to get an autograph from Whitney Houston. I'll, and she gets on the elevator. 
Breakfast is the one star button. No, she didn't. No, she didn't. She didn't go to the elevator. She went to the bar. She went to the bar. The dude was like, "Hey, you went to Houston, right?" Girl, that that grandma performance you had in '94 was just the best performance I ever seen. What did I say? Sold the house. What did I say? Now that part I saw, and I was just like, "How is it that I have caught all the ridiculous parts?" (laughs) Because apparently there is no non-ridiculous parts. I caught her and Robin talking to each other, the end, and the magical Negro. How did I? How did that happen? Well. Okay, I would get called a magical nigga. He, he doing anything. It's always a magical <clears throat> Negro, and you know it. Whether they are, I mean, I will say he did definitely give her. He definitely gave her the drink, and then disappeared. <laughs> he poked up. But no, she because, gave her that tip. But that's the reason why <clears throat> the trope is not necessarily because it's not like you are. Um, what was Eddie Murphy, Mister Church, or whatever? His yeah. Name was. Okay, that, that, that that's a magical Negro. When, but. There's always the reassuring. It's either the strong black woman shoulder to cry on or a magical Negro man. I'm coming to give you encouragement. Every all the time. All the time. Yeah, and there's then when a he said he gave her the drink and disappeared. He walked off. Never saw that man again. He came in for that hut out. <laughs> I'll tell you that right there. I should that there so what else? That was a tip. For a glass There's a major plot point that we are missing. Say what? There's a major plot point that we are missing. I don't recall. Which one are we missing? We have 90s? not talked about her dad at all. Oh, uh, that's right, her dad. Who was a who was a light skinned man, it was a dark skinned man in this movie. He was dark in the movie? Yeah. It was the it was the dude that do the state no uh all state commercial. It was not him. I know what that's what he looked like. That's what he reminded me of every time I seen him. I was like, oh, state. And, and it was like, you know, I'm about to say, they I never know. really they never really went into what... Oh, my God. I was so confused. I had to look it up myself. Exactly. It was Thank like, you. Her dad owns the company, but she, he doesn't anymore, but he wants to own it. But now Whitney owns it, but now he doesn't. He wants to sue her. I was like... When I, 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 don't, I, I don't. was so confused about the draw between Whitney and her daddy. It was, it's, always, it's always been... Um, but the so way mess with them because well, he was say, a, sh- a shifty individual. Yeah, but I'm saying, but he it, it, it was explained right. It's like when he cuts an album, he passed out credit cards to his coworkers, Look, to his staff, and, they, the and they're like, "This is the uh, five bloods." <laughs> play, oh, play, play which part? He was the five blood. He was in the five bloods. Um, oh, was he in the five bloods? I don't remember. No, he was. He was Otis in the Five Bloods. Oh, I don't remember. Okay. okay, let me let me let me break it down to you like this. There's Delroy Lindo. Yeah. There's Delroy. He's Delroy Lindo. Mm. And then Jonathan Majors. Yeah. He who should not be named right now. Um, and then she. Yes, Isaiah. Yeah. And then um, slick politician Negro. Yeah. And then Needs. the other guy. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay, that, that makes sense, man. He well, don't look nothing like John Houston. Okay, well, I'm just, I'm just telling. That's what he did. And, 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 and the next thing I know, he, he passed out credit cards to his staff. Deeply And confused. then the, the next thing I know, where I would talk, talk to... Uh, Wait, Cassie Lemons directed this? Girl! Yeah. I'm offended. Okay, it, it teach us. Eve's Bayou. Oh, well, that's... Just... My 
favorite movie. Mm. You did this monstrosity? Get the fuck out of here. No, get the fuck out. No. Yes. No. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. You can have a casting director, you can have a producer, you can have all these folks. But guess whose name gets tied to this movie? The director. So yeah. this all comes and falls back when you're just like the supervisor. You have a bunch of shitty employees, but you got to hear it. Girl, what? That pissed me off. So, they pass out a credit card. Uh, next thing I know, he told a Robin and Whitney, you need to be on camera with men. And then... Uh, he's uh, uh, she, and she she gets on the plane. She goes yell about him about some money. And they say you know he in the hospital. They talk about some. You better pay back all my money. I'm like, what the hell's going on? It was not clearly explained at all. No, it's, I don't think that. I think that the the mess between her and her dad has always been kind of convoluted. Um, I I remember hearing. Oh, we don't speak phone problems because we can hear, we can hear like, like a little feedback. Feedback. Okay. Go ahead. Um, I lost my train of thought. Oh, the the mess with her and her daddy was always kind of convoluted, and that's why they was like, they was always. I think they was beefing until. Did he die? he died. Because he was... He kind of gave Joe Jackson vibes. And not in the sense of... Like, he was beating on her and stuff. Like, yeah. Joe was treating the, the Jacksons. But, like, the exploit, exploit, exploit. <laughs> because my child is famous. Yeah. Kind of deal. I don't remember all the exact details. I just know they had a very turbulent relationship. And also, I think he had a huge problem with the fact that she liked women. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was... I I appreciate you bringing that part up, Rock. I, I was like, yo, I almost forgot all about all that. Almost forgot about all that. So, goodness. Yeah. Uh, I was definitely, what is going on here? Because I, I, I didn't know. I, yeah, didn't I, I, I had to look it up myself. I was like, so, why they mad? <laughs> I, mean, I, I understand they mad, but... Y- y'all not doing a good job, uh, unless, like I said, unless I missed something. But God, that movie was um was not great. It was not great. That really made and, me mad. And I, I, I I'm sorry. That, I, I'm sorry. It, it, you had to get that cool to grow like that. I'm so sad. That makes me sad. This, I mean, everybody has. I don't, I don't want to say a dud, but everybody has things that aren't as strong. <laughs> it's a it's a catch at a barber shop for me. I'm shocked as that much. <laughs> Because there's no other way you watch. Like I said, I didn't go out to movies to see this. I didn't buy it on DVD, but it came on Netflix. So I was like, hey. When I saw the previews, I was I knew I was I had no desire to see it in the movies. I'm not a big movie person, but if it's something yeah. good enough, I will see it in the movies. This does not look like something I wanted to see in the movies at all. I already knew from the trailers. I I even told Mr. Amy I was like, these trailers ain't doing it for me. He was like, oh, I think they're okay. They're just going through the old, through the iconic Whitney looks. I'm like, nah. I can tell this trailer is not. You know what? He's not. Promise right now, because I was definitely like, yo, yo you need to give it to you like this. And all something he don't like about it. I was like, damn, well, I'm sorry. I apologize on air. Yeah, he, he definitely like, said that. He was like, Prime told me not to watch it. I'm just saying, if a trailer 
is obviously what you want people to sell the movie on, and I'm not interested in the trailer. That means I'm not interested in the movie. Like, if the trailer is your selling point, and I'm not interested, then obviously I'm. Because you you don't show the best stuff in the trailer, but you usually show stuff that you want people to see. Yeah. And I was just, mm, nah, I don't even want to see none of this at all. There's a lack in a, in a, in a rush project. Um, I do think though, as a, as, as a roast movie, that me you can watch it because usually after we see the thing is after we down talk stuff like that, you have no desire to even want to watch it now. No, we but, can roast it. It sounds very roastable. But you know what's not roastable though? Bel Air. Okay, I didn't know what you was about to go to because I was about to be like, I know you're not about to say praise this. No. Uh, okay. Oh, uh, before we talk about Bel Air, I just have the I have a slight. Since this, this is like a movie station, quote unquote. I have a slight gripe, and I want to know what y'all think about this, right? Okay. Lady Sketch probably already knows. I don't know. She wants to see this. I don't know. How do y'all feel about the Bad Boys franchise? Like with Martin and Will. I yes. feel like they should have left it at three. Okay. I'm a big fan, I'm a, I'm a big fan of it. I like the Bad Boys okay. one, but I think they should have stopped at three. They're doing Bad Boys four, which I have no problem. I want to see what what it's about. You know, they bring back different people and all that. Don't worry, I agree with you. I I know what you're about about to say. say. I agree with you. What am I about to say? Tasha Tasha Smith. Smith. Yes. Why did they recast his wife? So Randall is very sick. Oh wow! Like in real life. But in my thing is, why even have his wife in the movie? Like she's not even that much of a main character to even have his wife in the movie. I mean, y'all definitely could have did a Howard's mom from Big Bang Theory. Yeah. I agree there. Did, 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 did they say what she was sick from? Or? Um, no, and I didn't even bother to, until now, like, look it up and see what was That's um, the thing that bothers me, because it's like, if you wanted to recast her, you should have recast her in the third one, because it's been like 20 years that they had did it. Yeah. So uh, that would have made sense, but... I mean, now, 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 to, to be fair, you can't help when somebody's sick can't help with some no i'm you can't but i'm saying like if you wanted to recast her you could have recast them thermal because it's been so long of a gap that you know some people might forget but when you just had her in the movie and then like two years later it's a different person it's like yeah. you should have just had her just be like uh how how they do the adults in some movie like they just talk on the phone or like you just you know yeah I, like I, you don't I, have to physically I, I, see i do feel so that, that, that this could have been a movie that didn't need to have her in there and I think also Tasha Smith to me is just not a good replacement yeah I don't Tasha um, Smith is not a good replacement because Teresa Randall is just like a quiet you know person and we got Tasha Smith she look I'm just saying Tasha Smith is an issue she is yeah she is not about to be quiet like Teresa Randall not at all no, cause I I, so, I, I I like their relationship. I just I, I do, but I don't think that Tasha Smith is 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 going to work as her replacement. I yeah. not even just because she loud. This is my thing. I want to give her the benefit of the doubt to think that she could fit into this role. Cause I feel like nobody can see beyond her being Angela in fair in well, Tyler Perry yeah. uh, projects. But she's a super talented producer, actress, acting coach. Yes. So, I can't say that I don't think she could do it. I more so agree with the fact that we didn't even need to have his wife in the movie. I I can agree with that. When I see see her cast, I thought she was playing in Will Smith. I think she might be. Is she not coming back? I thought she was coming back. Who? Gabrielle Union. 
I didn't read anything, did you? No, no, no. I didn't see her coming back. Oh. I'm saying, uh, when I seen Tasha Smith cast it, I thought she was playing like Will Smith love interest. But they said replacing Teresa Man. I'm like, that makes no sense. I could sense. see that. I could see her playing in love interest. No, I I don't know. I think maybe they felt like she needed to be there, but I was like, we don't really need the Unviv energy. Just find a way to cleverly not have her really in it. And also, I can't find any like reputable sources saying she's yeah. really sick. Something is, is definitely going on with her, though. Her yeah. health is not the greatest. I just said we her in like a walker looking skinny. But I just, they uh, said that she was in a walker. And she was looking real small, um, okay. so nobody knows. I did see that. Nobody knows exactly what. Um, somebody said she had broke her leg, and that's why she was doing a little like rollator type thing. But I don't know what's wrong with her. But if we sick, learn nothing from Chadwick, everyone, leave that lady alone. Sick night. Sick night. You just gonna replace her like that? Like, uh. I mean, I'm. I imagine that they approached her and asked her, "Did she want to be a part of the yeah. project?" And she probably said, "Look, I can't." Yes, it's probably sick sick or not, I'm getting that money or something. There's no <laughs> way she said no. Probably was on something. Ain't no way. Right there. Is, look, I mean first I was like I don't know what the fourth one has in store. I'm like, look, what you could do is just to, to end it all the good news, bring Gabriel Union back, bring Jessica Alba back. Y'all could wrap up that um bad boy spin off that y'all that y'all attempted to do and bring the fourth one in there and close this whole franchise out. It did that, but <clears throat> as I was saying, and I, I, I know it is very unfortunate. I, I I do wish that you know, Teresa Randall does get better. You know, it's, it's yeah, I'm hoping she's not like really really sick. Um, but it didn't it it didn't yeah. look really great like the video of pictures of her. Yeah. But I'm praying she does get better. Whatever is ailing her, and y'all leave that lady alone. Leave her alone. Speaking of Tasha Smith, let me do a swag way here. She directs Bel Air, if y'all didn't know. She what? She directs Bel Air. Oh, she directed some episodes of Bel Air? Yes. Well, she did. Well, whatever was she did, she did a damn good job this past season. Season two has just wrapped up in the books. Oh, damn, I don't see any of her. Um... And I have to say, look, when Bel Air first came around last year, uh, we we did the whole TV experience. We we reviewed every episode. I was like, okay, I'll, I'll, next time I'll just wait for the re- the season to come out. But <coughs> I'll tell you right now, season two did did it for me. I I was all on board. I already knew who all the characters were from season one, and now it's like, okay, now since we established who they are, and we can finally get past the Fresh Prince of Bel Air ep- uh, TV show. And we can just focus on the Bel Air characters. Now everything can work. Can, can work because you know what? In that first season, we was all like, "Man, that ain't Uncle Phil, or that ain't Jeffrey, or that ain't Jazz." I'm still having some of those feelings. Yeah, but um, but it was like, can we get used to these new characters that are you know like I guess these drama written characters that were for the, the television show? And it, it was just because it seemed like everybody's character really kind of changed from the for the, the television show. Yeah, everybody yeah. had a little flip there. Yeah, and I was just like, and, and some people, it's hard for us to get used to. But now since the 2K around, I was used to everybody now. I was ready for the storytelling. By the time episode four came out, Peacock already renewed this for a third season. Mm-hmm. Already. That's by the time the fourth episode came out. And this is still one of Peacock's highest rated and watched 
series that's not um like reality TV scripted series. Okay. Yeah. And I was just like, that's dope. And I was like, okay, because I was like, I I, I got I, I need a season three. And I think it'll probably go four seasons because, but uh, I think that's a good um, that's a good stretch of time. It yeah. gives you basically them through school. Yeah, because coming and actually going into like high school and stuff like that. Hey, we we in high school. She's in the middle school. You said, oh, I said Lisa. So Ashley going Ashley. into high school. Yeah. Them going out of high school. I feel like that's a good time frame for a show. Because once you start getting past three and four seasons of yeah. almost any show, you're starting to either you overstay your welcome or you jump the shark. Yeah. It's not. Well, in this season, we got uh, Uncle Phil dealing with uh, trying to come back to his firm. But then an old flame comes back and tries to, uh, you know, get him part of her her firm. We got I Viv that's in in, in the in the battle in the art world with her and light skin Viv. That was on purpose. You not telling me that was not that on Dave purpose. That was, was like we bringing light skin and Viv back to be a yeah. villain. Jeffrey is trying to find his son and and, and establish a relationship with him. Uh, Jazz and Hillary. We, uh, try to get the try to get make their relationship official throughout this whole season. Carlton is trying to balance now, you know, from being away from Connor and how he can uh try to get the black card back, but then also still try to get off his meds. And Will, meanwhile, still having beef on Phil at the beginning of the season, but wants to try to make his own way and also gets into uh a new basketball team with with Doc, with this with this new character coming in, known as Doc. He's trying to get him into uh, D one scouts to look at him so he can get to a decent college and go play back, go pro and go play pro ball. So uh, <coughs> I thought this season really brought it uh, this year. Uh, this season, how'd you feel about it, Prime? What was some of your favorite? Oh, uh, I liked it, but it was kind of. Um... Something about it was like in a, it must be weird pacing for me. Maybe I'm just like antsy about it, but the the pacing for me was kind of weird at some some shows. That's all. You did all move too fast, too slow. Uh, some some were moving too slow. Some were like they should have grabbed with this story two episodes ago. So stuff, <laughs> stuff like that. I guess you talk about the one with Jeffrey. Not the one, just like just of like. It felt like this thing when Uncle Phil took like the whole season. I don't know how long the season's supposed to be, but it felt like it took six months when Blaze had to like he had to be at the firm tomorrow, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna meet you tomorrow." And heard him say, "I'm gonna meet you tomorrow." And that was like settled in like three episodes. So I'm sorry, yeah, you know, I don't I know what timeline like, this is. You know, I, I'm gonna be real with you. I feel like Uncle Phil's storyline was stretched out over the season, so he was also a villain. I. I feel like y'all was working you know, hard to make him unlikable in this season. They, 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 because um, he does do something. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like... Uh, right, is this a spoiler-free zone? Well, we ain't both seen the series. I won't spoil it for I you. I don't care. I told you that. Then why you ask that? I'm saying... No, I'm because I don't want to start saying specific things. Oh, no, no, no. no, no we're not talking about... We can spoil it. Okay. Yeah. I don't care about y'all spoiling it. Um, spoiling what happens. I'm still. I want to yeah. see what happens for myself. 
Uh, like I said, if I'm invested enough in something, I will Uncle still watch Phil, it. Uncle Phil is playing the dirty game, and Jeffrey is telling him, bruh. You better stop. Stop. Bruh. I'm telling... Prime. Remember when um, they finally got the meeting off the ground, and they became partners? And she goes mm-hmm. up, and did she kiss him? Yep. Yeah. It was evident from the moment she stepped on the screen yeah. that sis was coming but for you. But she also played in Viv in her face. Because see, you didn't see the episode where Viv went to go talk to her. Mm. Yeah, see, the thing is, she played Viv in her face bad. And the thing is, I mean, it's like, okay, you know, come, I'm just saying, but... Um, Viv wanted to go talk to her later, later on that because you know that's what Viv do. But uh, you know, she had a hidden agenda, and then Phil, and Phil was just like, "Yo, no, we we can't do it. We, we, we keeping it professional. We can't do it." She said, "Yeah, I just got a little too excited." She, he walks off. Jeffrey come out the shadows, and it's just like <laughs> I saw somebody say that they was like. I don't like Jeffrey because he just be lurking yeah. and he don't never smile. And I was like, y'all gotta chill. Yo. Leave Double O Negro alone. Jeffrey came out with the folder and said, hey, there's still time to get out this deal. And he's just like, no. He, he says, because, you know, with a woman like that, she'll stop at nothing. He tried, he tried to get a Phil was like, no, I'm not going to handle it. And Jeffrey just stared at him. Like, I don't think you can, Like, ne- Negro, Negro, do you know? You remember what Carlton said about black moms? That's a black wife. Do you know what she gonna do to you? What's she gonna do to you? What's she gonna do to me? What's she gonna yeah. do to her? Everybody going to jail. Somebody going to jail. Like, I... And then at the end... Um, oh, dumbass. She asked, it's okay to meet her for dinner to go over some work. And he, at first she texts, he texts, I can't. Then he deleted the text and says, sure. Uncle Phil... Come on, Uncle Phil. Because he doing that because he's mad right now. Because to bring up the speed, Carlton got back on the drugs hard. I saw. I saw uh, the start. I said, oh, this is not going to be good. You saw the start. That's what I said. This is not going to be good. But you see when, like, you know, Connor them set, set him up over at the drug house. Oh, that's when he got his car stolen, right? Yeah. Okay. That was the yeah. one where I came in like mid episode and they was trying to come up with a lie um, about where the car went and everything yeah. else and blah blah blah. I... So y'all, you still there, Fry? Okay, yeah. So he goes. They had the Founders Award thing, right? The ceremony's at the finale. They all looking sharp and everything like that. Ashley's there, and she's like. You two are my two brothers, and y'all are my heroes. Give them a little car and stuff like that. She's so proud of them. Oh, and that was like, oh, Ashley. Yeah, and then so. Uh, oh, thing. wait, wait, wait. You, did you you see the end? Yeah, I saw the end. I'm talking about a lady's sketch. <laughs> no, I don't care, though. Go ahead. Keep going. Oh, I'm talking about, oh, Ashley. Oh, oh that's why you saying, oh, okay. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Because <laughs> then, all of a sudden, Carlton got to go snort in, snort in his, uh, his locker, and Ashley see it. And Ashley just like, what's that? He's like, Xanax. And like, <laughs> not uh, Xanax. You get uh, on my nerves. And she said, Carlton, I'm not stupid. And she like, she's upset. I'm like, bro, she's 13. She's not a but, child, child. But then he says, Ashley, you 
can't say Carlton jacked it up. What'd you say? Carlton jacked it up. Yeah, he was just like, as you can't say that. And she said, I can do that. He gripped her up. And it was just like, you can't Don't say you nothing. Say about that. Like, like that, that, that drug bucket took over. And then she was just there. Don't you just, say um, that, not, not a word. Not a word. I you scared her. She, she took off. Boy. The woman was too stunned to speak. The woman is me. Yeah. She, he goes and does, does his speech because he wins the award. Carlton won? Carlton wins the award. That's crazy. And everybody sitting there clapping all happy for him and stuff like that. And then he gets up there and actually, everybody standing up at Ashley. Ashley even standing up. She even looking at him. Ashley had to be shooting daggers into that man. She wasn't even looking at him. What even look? And then Will looking like, what's going on? Like, Jeffrey was like, oh, interesting. Yeah. Oh, Jeffrey looked like, go ahead. Because I told you it was going to happen. Because the thing is, when he lied about what happened to his car, Jeffrey knew off back. Obviously. Because he found the car. Jeffrey is stealthy. I don't know how this man get where he going. Where like, I, love, I ain't never seen Jeffrey get in a car to go I nowhere. I love Bel Air Jeffrey, boy. I love Bel Air Jeffrey. Jeffrey is like, like, like seriously double O Negro. If y'all was ever like, we gonna do a black Jeffrey. Bel Air Jeffrey is your man. Well, he came to call, so he was just like, I found your car, and it was sand in your car, and. uh he was he called to go to lie and then he told Jeffrey all these lies. You know what Jeffrey just said? Jeffrey just said, "Look, eventually, the truth is going to come out." It just fades to the back. <laughs> and I'm just like, <laughs> "Boy, I saw that part when he told him he found the car." Carlton comes out on stage, starts crying, and says, "I don't deserve this award because I have a drug addict, and I am high right now." <laughs> Boy, everybody was just like, <laughs> "I was too stunned." Yeah, I didn't stunned. need a snort. Oh my was, god! Well, I'm about to say, that's, oh, that's, that's funny kind of, that's as kind hell. Of for what and I was Ooh. just like, "Yo, that that's what the Carlton are for." First of all, it'll, it'll probably, you know what's funny? The season finale, right? Thirty minutes into the episode, you think everything is done? No, no. no honestly, I, thirty minutes into the episode is like. Uh, Car- Carlton and Connor are cool again. They're talking like with Elisa. Will, like, and then Will does a complete 180, and you're thinking, like, Yo, this is a cool way to end. We still got 30 more minutes. Will doesn't well, I knew it wasn't gonna end because I'm like, We gotta find either either Carlton gets caught at the last second and it goes to it goes off like that, or something has to happen because ain't no way Carlton get all this coat and then lost his car and all that, and oh. it just, just just gripped up Ashley. I know something. Oh, yeah. Different. I was like, no, man, you ain't, you ain't, you ain't gripping up my homie, girl. You ain't gripping up Ashley. She ain't doing nothing. She is. She really did. Uh, Will, on the other hand, is already mad because of, okay, stat. Because she left off on episode, I want to say seven or eight. Uh, okay. She did. So I got kicked out. Uh, Will, Will, Will and Carter had an argument. He came in. He was like, you want that stuff again? his drawers and everything where you at where you got it and then I guess he was about to get to the one where Will's about to open it and he stopped him and started like talking yeah because Will's about to get in there and find, and find them drugs but he, he didn't do that Will he finds out that Doc is doing some illegal stuff oh <gasps> where is oh my gosh but, I'm so surprised but the problem is the whole end game was 
Doc wasn't trying to get at Phil. He was trying to get it. You know, was trying to get at Will. Trying to get at Phil. I figured. So he can help him clean his case. But the thing is, I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be honest with you. The whole season for that, when you could have literally just said, "Hey, Phil, I got a problem. I need your help." You could have. You could have. He said he that. didn't trust you anyway. Like but the thing is, the, the thing is, what he instead of having Uncle Phil pay all this money and act like he care he could have just asked the thing that he asked uncle phil to do had no money attached to it whatsoever so i'm like it's, i don't it, know it's it, it it a, 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 it a lot of legal jargon that when you watch you can bring that better than, than, than us fools over here yeah. but will was just like okay look i know that once i'm done with doc and also like that day you'll help me out i'll be fine but what about the team so he brings some of the teammates over to explain that hey look Doc's not a bad guy because he's provided for us this way um and if there's a way that Uncle Phil can help them all out help them all out do what it, like I said oh because oh, oh, if, they, if they get caught then they will be stripped they'll be enabled, they'll be ineligible to play in college yeah because it's, it's oh because yeah. is this one of those things <coughs> where like he was doing the uh the Fab Five type jam yeah. where he was paying off people and all of that yeah Okay, and then, and then he, so now that's going to mess yeah, up. Yeah, he has one of his old homies that was going to expose him. That's going to yeah. mess up his their chances. Yeah. Okay, got so it. So, ask Uncle Phil to come help him there. Then he goes and goes back to Lisa. It's like, yo, all that shit with Jackie, all that shit with you, with, with, what's his name, John, Drew, Doug? Yeah. Like, yeah. DeMarcus? DeMar- yeah. Dweeb. He said, fuck all that. I want you back. Girl, why would you want to go and be hanging around with the dude who got beat up by Carlton on a bowling alley floor? <laughs> Sis, do better. She, first of all, Lisa was No. <laughs> no excuse. There was a room full of BSU Negroes she yeah. could have talked to besides Dwight. But her will get back together. Isn't that cute? I guess. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I already knew that was going to get, but as soon as. Jackie was like, she was like, oh, so you knew about it? She was like, yeah. Get out. <laughs> Basically, is what he said, get out. And then she walked off knowing what she did. Act like, oh, I ain't do nothing. So she knew about the plan to get to Uncle Phil. Yeah. Yes. And that's why but she, then, she didn't even warn him nothing. That's why. Yeah. And that's why she was working Will like that. Yeah. But she also yes. ended up for Will, too. Yes, obviously. Yeah, well, like, I'm, I'm assuming that episode when she was drunk, she wasn't really drunk. That's what I'm assuming. Okay. I'm I, not going to say. I'm not going to say. I'm assuming she wasn't drunk. I think that. Well, did we, did know, we find not, out like that not, her whole story was a lie or something? No, no. She, she does not the whole lie. I'm saying it just found out that she was working with Doc. So I'm saying like that whole time when she literally went in the house two seconds, he was like, "All right, she's asleep," and then came out, and then that's the that's the day when he told the story of. You know, him getting caught in Philly. I mean, you ever been blackout drunk? <laughs> <laughs> I've been blackout drunk. <laughs> and I went to sleep immediately. Uh, um, But, no, I really do think she might have been drunk. And she could have been drinking because she felt bad. Yeah, I'm saying. If she was drunk, she would have told him the truth. I would have seen. I would have seen, right? No, I'm just saying because she, she, had a, she had a rough story herself also. Yeah, if yeah. anything that he said was true, then she she's had it pretty bad. But the thing that hurt me was Jazz and Hillary. Yeah, that was unfortunate. They Jazz comes to the Founders Award thing. Okay. And Will was just like, hey, yo, man, so what if Hillary was a 
you know, go to the plane, you know, and go to Paris uh, with a homeboy. And he was just like, what? I, I knew a man. And he, he felt hurt. He was just like, he suggested, he said, I think I just messed up one of the best things ever happened in my life. And now she's going over the plane. He said, no, no. I said, what if you still got time? You need to go let her know how you feel. Jazz go. He say fuck the founders. Well, he go <coughs> find Hillary with the bag. This scene right here alone made me. I don't even give a fuck about the old Jazz anymore. <laughs> the man, the man was acting. He came in there and he was just like, you know, uh, he. Uh, he was hurt, but Hillary was like, you know, how hurt she was. She didn't get about a bed. She was, you know, she, she couldn't even run her house and everything like that. And he said, I know because love hurts. Yes, Hillary, I love you. Oh, damn. And then he, he said. I know this don't end well. He said, I love you since the, uh, you know, the, 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 the first time I see stuff like that. But then she says, but, and then he, how do I know that that, that, that pain that I felt, I don't ever want to feel that pain again. Can you promise me I won't ever feel that again? He said, I can't. But no, that's not a realistic it, it, expectation said, to have. He said, I can't, but I'm going to try every single day that can to make you as, feel as best as possible. And then he gave her a kiss, and then she says, you know, he says, can you make this work? And then she says, I don't know. Then he says, okay, well, look, when you're ready, you know where to find me. He go back to the record store, and then he hear knock at the door. He opens the door. There, there's Hillary, and then when when Hillary's talking, she's talking to fucking homeboy. She's going to Paris, and what they show is Jazz is getting a delivery for new records at the store. Ah, and I, so it, it played us pretty good. It, it sounds like it. Did. And I was just like, no, Hillary, no. I didn't know it was over for Jazz when she went to that. First of all, <laughs> I don't know ladies can see this episode, but uh she Jazz had a party at his at his at his crib, like an album a vinyl party. Oh, and yeah. she went and he was dancing with four girls and she was like, Oh my god, he's cheating on me. I'm gonna leave. They, wasn't even cheating. they wasn't together, but she was in well, her feelings. He was dancing with somebody. He was dancing with somebody she and she did all that. Pride. And they went and just Pride. Said, Stop no, no, I'm not giving you that one because this man Ashley, first of all, why nobody listen to Ashley? You know no, what? Why ain't nobody listen to Ashley? Just a, a quick aside. Yeah. Ashley, they was not giving Ashley a whole lot this season. And I feel like Ashley kind of suffered from the original Ashley problem. Where she ended up becoming a side character on the yeah. original Fresh Prince. She was there for a couple funny anecdotes. And then she was just there to give us some lines and she go back has, upstairs. She just had more doing this season. She... But I still yeah. don't think she really does. Like, we got her, um, you know, she wanted to fight for her teacher. Yeah. But then y'all, like, minimized her again with the, okay, well, I can't go because I'm going to get suspended. And then she's like, oh, they did it. I saw the banner. And then, really, she was just there as an aside again. Uh, but Ash, uh, say, and until the end when, in, in the when episode, Carlton was yoking her up. In the next episode, what, yeah, Ashley makes a good point because... Uh, they're at the influencer house and they they, 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 they recording uh, promotion for Simply Peach. I saw this and she told her, Jazz didn't do Instagram before yeah. he met you. Why you think he on Instagram right now? Yes. To get your attention. 
Jazz was sitting there waiting all night Definitely looking at the door. Definitely was. All night looking at the door. And then as soon as she come in, that's when she catch him dancing. But, 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 bro, what am I supposed to do? He was sitting there waiting for her for like four No, no, I know. No, I'm, I know. But I'm saying she acting like he was cheating. And she's like, oh my God, he's yeah. dancing with these women. I don't yeah, want him anymore. She definitely did just walk right out. Like she could have yeah. slid up. The both of them um, are equally culpable in the demise of this relationship. Yeah. Jazz was very insecure. Big insecurity. He wasn't secure. I can't even argue with that. Um, but <coughs> y'all also did not know how to properly communicate with each other. And I'm sorry. If I walk into, if me and you going through something, and I walk into a party and you dancing with two girls, I'm at least going to walk up. I might not call the scene, but I'm going to make sure you see me. Yeah. Because that man was, that man looked at the door all night long. But you know, okay? that's how they set up stuff yeah, on I, TV shows. And, and we, I knew that was going to happen. I said, so she, she, she should she should have did like brown sugar. Hey, Chaz. Because <laughs> it's, look. And they'd be man, like, <laughs> we're celebrating my divorce. Yes. <laughs> man, look, I'm just saying, as soon as, if Hilbert just said Jazz. He would have just mugged both them ladies. Like, he definitely would me. have mugged that girl yeah, into get your a, hands off me. Into a stack of records. Yeah, get your fucking hands so off me. me. What the? <laughs> <laughs> he would. He would did all that stuff like that. <laughs> I'm leaving. What's up? Yeah, Hillary, pl- please. I just felt as though, and then, but I felt as though that the final scene with him conf- professing his love to her was very well acted. Good. He had he had the he had the, the water in the wells of his eyes. Oh god. And he it, it was like he, he was fighting the battle. I was like, yo, I want this jazz to win. But Fuck up, Jazz. You wanna get talking at the house. This jazz like I I do like this jazz. Yeah. I like the development they did to Jazz's character. Yeah. So he wasn't just there as, you know, a prop. Yeah. Um the unfortunate part about this is um for her life and her upbringing and everything, old boy Peanut Head is <laughs> that boy, boy. a better. He's a better match for her. I don't know if she really loved him like she had feelings for. But sometimes Jazz. opposites attract. But know? that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I don't know if she really yeah. like had deep feelings for him like she did for Jazz. Yeah. But it's one of those on paper this looks good kind of deal. <coughs> and also the argument point real quick because I don't know if y'all agree with me on this or not, but look. Real quick, I know Jazz had some insecurities, but also look at how he was treated. Because see, I'm sitting thinking to myself, as a man, I would have those same insecurities if I was treated like that. Because if it, 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 I did, that, I did, that they rolled that way. Whereas, <clears throat> um, Hillary don't want nobody to know that her Jazz is going out. Until Ivy come in the first episode and try to kiss up on that man. Well, he didn't even kiss her back. And then all of a sudden... Yeah, he started. <clears throat> then all of a sudden, Jazz is my man. Okay. The Jazz like, okay, since we doing this, I want to go public with it. No, because there's this Hillary and then there's this Hillary. You're getting this Hillary, but the outside Hillary got to be an influencer. Okay, I'll let it slide. Uh... This is I I was I cannot argue yeah. with that that being the life of a public figure. Yeah. Where you lost me was the art show. Yeah. Where she lost me rather. Uh, I, 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 I was getting to that because I'm saying and then she had, 
he it's like okay, I'm gonna let you borrow my car. Optics look like looks like you lied to me. Because mm-hmm. she was driving the car, but then I even got in the car. That's, and that's right. when I show up. Optics. I'm sorry, that's where you lost me because I forgot about that part. Yeah, it's like okay, so now you lied to me. Then, F- Will and uh, Ashley said you invited your ex boyfriend to the family reunion over jazz. But no, she didn't invite that. That's why yeah, I said no. Yeah. You 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 missed the yeah. part. The the art show. The art show, yeah. When, because it wasn't when, that when, she invited him over yeah. Jazz. She yeah. didn't invite him. That's right. Okay. Phil invited him. Phil invited him. That's right. Because she, they like mm. him. She and Jazz know that. But then he he invited like the Shaft looking ball to you know the kid. The art show was like, oh snap, my my top fancy player is my girlfriend's ex. I can't even comp- I think that's where the securities start insecurities started. It really started. It wasn't because it wasn't the her, her not wanting to go public although it sounds like it would be a bullshit excuse. A lot of but, people who are influencers live their life like that. As a man. Fine. It's going to be it's going to be a hurt piece. Well, yeah. I just, just let me get, get it out yeah. before I forget. It's going to be a hurt piece, but I don't think that's an insecurity thing. It could Start to plant the seed, but I think where you watered it at was him being at the art show. It's one thing if he just showed up, but to find out that you called him, yeah. Mm-mm. But see, Mm-mm. as as a, as a man, it, it all the stuff that's leading up to that of how you want to date me in secret, or you really don't want to come. You want this bitch to date me in secret. And as a man, the first question you're going to ask is why? Mm-hmm. Because it ain't like, okay, Jazz is a, a, a nice dresser. Mm-hmm. He owns, you know, he's he, he's a manager at a record store. Mm-hmm. He got his own car, got his own place. Mm-hmm. He, it ain't got to be a big fancy match, but he, the man is independent on his own. Which a lot of women look for, I, I would assume. Yeah. Yeah. And all the time, everything he has done for Hillary, everything had to be in secret. Everything, everything had to be like, like I'm ashamed of this. That's what that, that's that scary story. So then, when you call your NFL playing boyfriend, who was this ain't good times. This man ain't injured. This man still actively playing in the NFL, which is wild. Because why we yeah. don't have him playing the flag football game? <coughs> exactly. I Who's, feel don't care about that man knees. Yeah, kind of woman. You call him, and it's all about the business. But I'm just like, but man. It's like, do you even consider my feelings here? That part, that's yeah. what I'm saying. You didn't consider his feelings. The part, but like I said, the part about if she had kept up with the, I don't, you know, I don't want to tell our family and all of that. Uh, I think it would have been, I, I'm not a man, I can't say for sure yeah. how that would have made him feel. I feel like that would have been more problematic. Unfortunately, what she said is true. If that's not the image you set yourself up for as in a quote unquote influencer. Yeah. Just like back in the day, how many people that we see back in the day who were famous, who unless they had an equally famous spouse, you had no idea what their family life was, what the, who they was married to, what they was doing behind closed doors, because it has to feel like they they want to feel like they can get to you. Prime example. Yeah. Joey Badass. He has never really discussed his love life publicly. Yeah. But he put out a clip from something that was like a video 
um, it turns out it was a video. People thought like he was announcing that he was in a relationship with this girl. Yeah. When I tell you these, this man's comments was in shambles. These, these women was in here. Oh my God. How could you do this to me? And you know, most people are just joking. Some people not. Yeah. How could you do this to me? I love, that's my man. And I'm just like, y'all are nuts. <laughs> yeah. But that's the unfortunately that's the illusion that people are playing to however in our private life you talking about this hillary over here this hillary over here hasn't even told anybody that y'all together besides will yeah that's That's problematic that's what i'm saying his insecurities yes he had them and they were bad towards the end, but I'm just saying, it comes from somewhere oh no i i agree that they came from somewhere yeah i agree with that part and if i say the way I look as as a man, it's just like, hey, Jazz got things to blame here too, but Hillary, from the foundation, she was messed this she thing was up, getting it up. And I think in season three, she gonna realize that. Oh, she's gonna. What's gonna happen is because they already planted the seeds with what was the issue in in her, her relationship with yeah. um Eminem Peanut over there. She <laughs> that man got a peanut head. <laughs> Anyway, he didn't want her doing all of this. Yeah. He wanted her, you know, I'm not going to say barefoot and pregnant, but he wanted her to be a trophy wife. Mm-hmm. And although people can grow and change, I don't, that's, that's a foundational thing. It also did help that Uncle Phil, I feel, was like, jazz? Yeah, that was kind of, yeah, that, that was fucked that's up. That's fucked up. That, that was, was like, fucked up. That was fucked Jazz? But, because think about it. Okay, are they where y'all go? Are they going to Paris because like just on a trip, or is he whisking you off away to Paris, away from your job? <laughs> like, come on, sis. Mm-hmm. You got to be smart about it. She, uh, it's going. Oh, it's gonna be something, boy. It's gonna be something. I am waiting uh, to see what happens in the the in season three now because I'm yeah. genuinely curious to know where where is all this going because. So obviously, oh, I need I, I need I need Carlton to try to get with Yasmin. I need Yasmin to come back. No, I need somebody to beat Carlton's ass. Yeah, he earned it this season. Yeah, he, he kind of did. Yeah, I, 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 was, I was like, cause I was like, bro, I root for you with the mental health, cause I get it, and I'm also, are you in a deep place right now? But bro, I think all best for that when he grabbed the bash. I was like, I was, I was like, it's I, over. I, I'm kind of pissed at you right now. It's bro. over for you. Somebody will gonna <clears> find <throat> out, and he gonna beat your ass in your room or something. It's gonna be something, bad, <laughs> okay? But also, cause somebody did say they felt like the show didn't know what, still didn't know what to do with Carlton, and I was like, I don't know if I necessarily agree with I don't agree that. With that part. I just feel like that may that may seem like the case because. Carlton can't seem to get stable. That part does suck. But that's because we're not really addressing what his issues are. Yeah. Um, but but if you look back at the first Prince of Bel-Air, was Carlton, in the beginning, seems like, was he really stable? He was. He was like, because, you know, it was a comedy. Yeah. We weren't really delving too much into his, his character, but he was always on the straight and narrow, and everything had to be this, 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 and this yeah. way. But it wasn't, in this one... And trying to explore more of that, it seems like being on the straight and narrow in this version 
seems like he's all over the place and he's trying to assimilate and everything else. And he can't seem to find his voice, basically. Um, but that's kind of like what was in, in the series. Remember, because the whole the uh, getting arrested, the gun is like Carl is very ignorant. He is, yeah. but, <clears throat> but and I'm saying that's in the drama version of that. Yeah, that translates into being reckless or a detriment to yourself, mm-hmm. and that can seem like you know harsh, but. I mean, reality, it's the reality of it. Because, like I said, they're not addressing what's really going on. He has anxiety, like, diagnosable anxiety, yes. Yes. But are we going to get to the root of the fact that Uncle Phil is definitely one of his triggers? Yama Crawl? Yama Crawl. For sure. Speaking of Yama Crawl. That was your favorite episode, wasn't it? This man was, this man was doing some acting in this season. Him and, and he was yelling at Viv? Oh. Are you talking about when uh, they had the argument at the end? Yes. Yeah. He was yelling at Viv, and then when he was yelling at Carlton and Viv, I was like, oh, this man doing some acting. And then he was yelling at Will, the episode, was it the episode before? The, the eighth episode, maybe? Which one? When he was yelling at just Will. Uh, oh, when he was when she was like Phil, he's like uh, no. After everything I've done for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. No, but at the end, he, at the he end, just, he was real bad at Carlton. He was like, everybody's mad at me, and I just want to give them a good life. Yeah. That's why. That's why he told the girl, sure, he'll yeah, over here still, uh, he's not mad right now because first of all, as a, I'm not trying to always defend for for the man here, but I have to say as a, a man here. In his mind, he just wants to be able to take care of his family. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when, because when, I've been in a position before where I see my wife struggling. She's having a rough time. And as a man, we just want to be trying to be Mr. Fix-It. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we just need, we, we need to listen. Yeah. And sometimes we just need to just, you know, just let y'all complain. Just don't, don't say shit. But sometimes in the situation where it's like, we see you keep going down the same thing, uh, the same road. I'm just trying to find another way to help you out. So, when the whole thing with the art show gets stressful for, for Viv, because um, when they offer her the Viv, uh, light and Viv's job. Oh. Yeah, they offer her a job. Oh, wait, so they fired her? They want to force her out, but she don't want to go. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. I mean, look what she's doing. So, though. it's causing stress. Of and course. she went there to come out to me and everything. Mm. Phil was just like, me and like I said he was wrong but I see what he was trying to do he was just like you know what <clears throat> with this new firm position I'm getting right now you ain't gotta worry about this this extra stress that kind of pissed off Viv understandably as it should, as it should. girl but at the end that's why he liked peanut head God. at the end where when Carl is on you know he, 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 he admits he's on drugs and they gotta go back to the house He's trying because, you know, Viv was just like, you know, where did this start? So then he was just like, Dad, I know that you're not the son that, that uh, you want me to be and all that stuff. He was like this and he just go off. He just like, no, no, I'm tired of all this shit. Why is it that I got to be? The, why am I the one that always got to apologize for trying to give my family a good life? I said to Carlton, we went through 
all I we, we went through lie to our face. We went through everything with the counselors. We went to the, we, we we opened our door the, the counselors to you know for us to trust you. Mm-hmm. We took you off your meds. I gave you your space. And yet and then I came to the field reunion when you when I knew you dropped that pass on purpose. Still said I'm proud of you. To, to, to let you know, opposed to what Bill Bellamy's vision I had with his son, I'm trying to reassure you that I still just love you because you're my son. Mm-hmm. And yet you're going to go around and tell me that I, you know, it, it's like you're turning back on me, which I understand Carlton's pain from it, but Phyllis is pissed. And I was like... Understandably. And, I mean, and he was like... Yeah, right. he, was like he was like, where do you keep it? And then he, whatever he told you, he said, in this house? In this house? In the house? <laughs> Bro, what you think he caught it? He kept it in his locker? No, I don't, and, and, I mean, and, he was and, going and, to get knocked in, but I'm just saying. He was Viv, still shocked. Viv was just like, why don't we just take Tyler? He said, take Tyler what? So he's in jail or dead, Viv? He's pissed. I mean, listen. Yeah, yeah. Rightfully so. As a parent, yeah. I understand how that would that, that mm. feels like pressure. Especially when you like, I'm doing everything I can to give yeah. all of y'all a better life than I had. But it, because y'all don't. It's hard to, you can't make people understand what you <coughs> came from and what yeah. you're trying to keep them away from if they've never experienced that. That too. But it also, with, I, from he had four, already had a, he ahead, had, him and Viv already had an argument and they didn't resolve it. Yeah, it was his own. And, yeah. and after every, he helped Hillary, Will, Carlton, and, and everybody else. And then, he, and every time something go wrong, he ended up be, gotta be the one. At the beginning of the episode, he had to apologize to Will, just so we'll come back into the house because he mad at Will the because season, huh? Well, at the beginning, at the beginning of the season, yeah, yeah. he had to apologize to Will so, just so we'll come back to the house mm-hmm. because he was mad at him because you know he's hiding the day from him. Well, he showed out to be a dick in the first place. I get it. It's not, it's not good to hide it. He had to apologize to Jeffrey. Because of this, I'm gonna get to Jeffrey in a minute. Had to apologize, you know, had to apologize Jeffrey so they can make up, mm-hmm. you know, and then we had to go go to radical honesty with him and Viv, especially in season one, you know, and try to do stuff now. And it, it just seems though, like this thing came to a head because now he felt like he was being slapped in the face, which it kind of was. Okay, now the, the Carlton doing all of that and him being on drugs, he didn't know you were actually because if he did, you would not that nigga. Oh. Excuse me. He probably would have. Th- he probably would have threw him out the house like the old jazz. Yeah. <laughs> now that's the thing. I think that this show is trying to do a service of showing that men, especially black men, yeah, can be complex and layer and flaw without it resulting like just completely resorting to I've had an affair and had a secret love child or some crazy shit. Yeah. Which I think they're doing, but unfortunately the way that is coming off, it makes him seem like an unlikable character, right? Not be I think main, mainly because everybody is stuck on the nostalgia of OG Uncle Phil. Yeah. Um and it's not like we can get like a cameo from him cuz James Avery is unfortunately yes. long gone. So we have nothing to kind of you you he's basically starting from scratch, but you're starting behind the he's behind the starting block. Yeah. Because everybody already is like, whatever, man, you're not you can't be original Uncle Phil. Yeah. And then some of the things that he does, the pressure that is put on Carlton, and whether he is doing it intentionally or not, 
is 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 going to be a trigger for his anxiety and things like that. And then now, y'all naturally, <laughs> you know, you got a lot, a lot of testosterone running through this house right now. There's going to be some competition between him and Will, especially where Will is just he's naturally popular and likable and he's something different from everybody else here so people naturally gravitate towards him and again carlton been trying to just fit in and find his voice this whole time and it's not working and it just looks bad because it feels like you're playing both sides of the fence yeah because instead of just saying to each like to you you're telling each of them what they need to hear mm. like they're not going to talk to each other like will and carlton yeah. You telling them, you telling Will what you think he need to hear. You telling Carlton what you think he need to hear. Eventually, things are going to, it's going to be a, a collision, and they're going to be like, but he told me this, and but he told you this, and I think that's one of the things where he comes off a bit not as fair as the old Uncle Phil. Yeah. Now, now I don't know if you people just see the problem, but I thought Phil has been fair because the the. the, the the thing about when they find out about Carlton, Phil knows on the back, he like, my son is lying. And Viv is more on the side like, he's telling the truth. With the car? Yeah. Oh, well, and, yeah. She, and, and, she clearly has a soft spot for Carlton. Yeah. She be letting too much of the shit he do. And, I, and I'm just like, Viv, you smarter than this. Absolutely. You, you smarter than this. You are from Philadelphia, madam. Yes. Like, oh. let's not forget it. Okay. You smarter than this. And I've seen you peace out. A lot of people on this show. And she didn't peace out enough. Because that was another thing that I saw that... I'm surprised she didn't peace out Connor. Isn't she a lawyer? No, no, she's all right. Not not a lawyer. Yeah, so, still the lawyer. Been, why is it... Still that, the lawyer. Why he not interrogating... Uh, you know what's funny? Connor's mom peaced out Connor more than she did. Absolutely. And yeah. that's the thing, right? Because yeah. it wasn't that the whole joke? You Listen, you've seen a lot of stuff, <clears> but you ain't seen a black mom. But y'all took, like, her fire. I feel like in the first season, she had more fire. And then this art fellowship came, and I guess that made her a little happy, so she was soft or something. I don't know. But she did not clap back enough at people. I needed that OG um, Aunt Viv energy, and she wasn't giving me that this season. Sometimes people need to be cussed out. Yeah. In the original series, because I know everybody... It's a different, yeah. it's a, even still, in the original series, it don't matter who fucked up. If you messed up, you was getting it from Aunt Viv, whether it was Will, Carlton, Ashley, Hillary, Phil, shit, Jeffrey, yeah. don't matter. Everybody was getting You're it. getting it. She, I appreciate her being classy, and I'm not saying she gotta cuss you out. You could give somebody a good, clear Huxable read. Yeah. But y'all made her a little bit gullible in the, in this season because yeah. what the fuck was the thing with the car? Yeah, you ain't seen that yet. I'm telling you, I was I was like, and, and, and he know about it, and that's what kind of bring the little clash to it. And to for I think we covered all the characters for Jeffrey because Jeffrey goes with his son. <laughs> you saw in that episode his son comes back. Yes. But now Jeffrey's getting these calls from his unknown number. Oh shit! And he's he, he go he go in the field. He's like. Keep getting his calls from these unknown numbers, and my answer they keep hanging up. Season finale, Jeffrey get a letter, unmarked, no stamp, and he posts out a picture of him and his son talking at that, at the uh, at the coffee shop. At the coffee shop, 
took the gangs back after him and they found him. <sighs> and I'm just like, oh, snap. I actually want to see him in double O Negro mode, though. It's like, Jeffrey about to have to go get his hands dirty again. Because there was, that probably, remember, there was a couple times in, in them last couple episodes where he was, remember when, um, the guy that Doc is rivaling with, and he was just like, he ain't trying to walk out. Yeah, he's like, oh, fuck you. He's like, this conversation fuck isn't you. over. He said, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, Doc, fuck you, Uncle Phil, this conversation is over. He walked in the door, here comes Jeffrey. I don't think the conversation is over yet. Yeah, but he did that earlier too in the season when uh when the dude walked in, he was like, oh, oh, said, "We have a beat." He was like, I, "I don't have it. I don't have a choice. You got your bodyguard here." So. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. When he went to go see Doc and the boy about to reach for his gun, he said, "Big man, you don't want to do that." I was like, Ooh. "You got to chill out. You have to chill <laughs> oh, out, Jeffrey. You really got caught there. Don't fuck with him. You are saying something the matter with you. No, because that's the thing, right?" I had a feeling that's where that storyline was going. Yeah. When I was like, what's his angle? And he was like, he don't have one. I said, well, we know what the angle is then. Yeah. That the whole, y'all done said way too many times that all these gangs ain't want nothing to do with me. Jeffrey must have some reach because that whole speech he gave to his son when he was like, remember when your dad got fired? And your mom Uncle lost Phil her gave job. That's what I'm saying. When yeah. Phil told him, and your mom lost her job, and y'all still had food, who you think was sending? First of all, that's creepy as shit. <laughs> this is not reassuring to me. I don't want to stay here longer. But Jeffrey, I just I, want to know as a kid, how did he think that they were getting money if he knew if his first didn't have a job? Like, how did he it, think? As a kid, as a kid you, you, you don't think about that you, shit. You think about that kind of stuff. You really don't. <laughs> I, I can tell you now as a parent, I was like, man, I really should probably go back and say sorry to my parents. Because when I tell you these kids think that you can just go in your closet and pull out new pairs of sneakers yeah, and food and like, oh, mom, there's nothing in there to eat. I don't know what to tell you. Take a nap. Like, I, like y'all just when, be. When you're young, like I said, when I was in the hood, that was the best house I've ever been in. Exactly. And, and when we was about to move, I was like, ain't nothing going to be better than this house. Yeah. And then, just them having, I never missed a meal, whether it was cooked or ordered. Mm-hmm. You know, every time it was summertime, there was always an air conditioner running. You know, uh, every time school had to start, I always had clothes and new sneakers every time. Did I know the the, 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 the stress that my dad and my mother went through as an adult? Now Absolutely I know. Absolutely no. But as a kid, I didn't even think of it. And I was like, hey, I want I want $5 to go to the corner store. Or every, every time we went to the store, Chinese store, I was always able to get some along with my cousin and stuff like that. So you, you look at them as just heroes. And like, like they, they, they have everything. You don't really stop to think. Yeah. Unless you're a kid who's made to grow up quick. Yeah. You don't really stop to think, like, where is all of this really coming from? You just know the house runs. Yeah. <laughs> they think there's a Jeffrey. Ain't no Jeffrey. It's us. A, <laughs> it, it ain't like Jeff, it ain't like his parent his uh, foster parent said that says hey I lost a job today so um like I, okay yeah. I think that what he was alluding to was he knew that they lost their job yeah but it was never a worry because there was always something there for you yeah which again creepy <laughs> like when you when you say it like that double O Negro weird boy. um and I so always, I, I have a nosy question then I okay. guess. So do you think the dude's family was like not rich, but like they were like in the suburbs family? Or they just like just well enough, like just well off. Like how do you think that his family was? 
I think you talking about the adopted family. Yeah. I don't. I don't think that they have like they look at. Okay. Oh, well, first of all, first of all, can they take away your child if you lose? If you don't got no job for a year, and you adopted the kid? No. Oh, okay. Once I thought they had to look at your... your kid. Okay, okay, okay. If you okay. were like fostering a kid. Okay, fostering. Yeah, my bad. Okay. And okay, they okay. was like, "Oh, you don't have no source of income besides the check we sending you. We can place this, this baby somewhere else. That's different." But if you, because there are some people who don't work when they foster kids, they just foster kids. That's how they get their money. Um, but once you adopt a child, or if this was not a legal adoption, if it was a, my mom couldn't handle it, so this is, you know, some people in the neighborhood who wanted some kids. And, you know, yeah. honestly, when people were our age, shit was a lot looser. Like when we was kids, yeah. in the 80s, shit was loose, okay? People was just taking, like, there are, Tons of people who grew up with a neighbor, a grandma, an auntie, who have never been a legal guardian. Yeah, they was just it was enrolling them in schools and paying for stuff and doing. Nobody ever questioned it. Plot twist: What if his son's dad so that is part family? Of his... Is the people I thought the same? I was like, thing. when you said that, I said that. That was. I told you something felt like foreboding about him being there. Yeah. And I knew that part of it was because he was kind of bitter and upset because he didn't have him there. Yeah. But part of me wonders if now that he knows just how much. Oh, nice block. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> there had to be. The Sorry. Phoenix Endeavor game. And it had to be, yeah. it had to be Phoenix block Endeavor shot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, sorry about that. No, it's, it's quite all right, bro. It's quite all right. What if now that he realizes just how much money he has access to, if it's an extortion thing? Mm. Because he could very well just hate Jeffrey's guts. Yeah. Like, completely. Because, honestly, the way they, they were playing this up, I kind of thought, like, he got some somebody he wasn't supposed to get pregnant, pregnant. And she ran off and had the baby, and he ain't know nothing about it. And they was just paying her off or whatever. I didn't know that, that he had a whole-ass baby and relationship and was raising this child until he was about a toddler and then peaced out. Weird, okay? Because if something happened to one of us right now, our daughter is definitely going to be like, where's mommy and daddy at? Mm-hmm. What's, what's happening? I remember this lady. <laughs> like, I remember this man. What? I look. I don't know. I I'm curious to see what it is because it's double Negro. They gonna find out, and Phil has all the reach. They gonna find out. Well, look. I'm excited. I this series is doing so well right now. Like when it comes to numbers, if Peacock is very happy with this series. Like I said, for it to be four, honestly, episodes in for them to do like, hey, season three, we we need it. This is Carrier Peacock right now, as far as, oh, excuse like, original content. Yeah. Because I'm not going to say it's the well-established shows, the Chicago's, the Lawn, yeah. the Dick Wolf universe that yeah. was here before y'all got that here. That was here, you're right. Y'all don't really have anything else to hang your hat on. It ain't WWE. <laughs> so. They about to leave anyway. Exactly. So, really, this is one of the only things y'all got. I don't know how well Quantum Leap is doing. Um. I haven't even watched I, it. I just know this thing has, this thing 
from the friends I talked to, like even Quad, I was surprised how much Quad likes this show. That's actually quite funny. I, I didn't, I didn't yeah. pick him for a Bel Air watcher. Exactly, and I was like, this show. I was like, man, I, I'm loving this show, and I was just like, I was, I was, I was like, damn, why did I wait so fucking long to, to start watching this show? Because we, we, last season we watched it episode episode. Yeah. And I, we, we just got caught up with so much other stuff to watch. I think now yeah. also I've become a, a bit, I've become a bit spoiled. With the um, Gen Z, Gen Alpha way of life of commercials. What commercials? Week to week television. Yeah. We don't do that. You're you right. just wait till everything comes out and binge it all at once. You're right. Because for me, I did prefer at first. Like when streaming services started doing their own shows. Yeah. And they would have week to week episodes. Kind of like how we used to watch TV. But now I'm just like, I'm going to just wait till the end and watch everything at once. So I can watch so, it at my leisure. So... Just they all go into the summertime. Ashley finds up a little girlfriend. It's her classmate. The one who she thought snitched on. Yeah, because she has a little she has a little pride pin on. Oh. She's like, I like your pin. She's like, Oh, thank you. So what you doing? This? Yes. <laughs> That's basically what it was like. She might say, What you doing this summer? And she all she just said was yes. Oh. As you said. So, and then uh, Lisa was just like, you know, since her and Will got back together. And then he was like, so what's the, what's the doing around during summertime Bel Air? She said, oh, you never been for Bel Air summertime? And then... Summer, like, summer, summer, summer. summertime. Of course. As they go off here, I was like... Bruh. It was cute. So yeah, I was listen, like... Listen, has the, has the slap worn off enough yet where we could get a Will Smith cameo? Has it? I don't think he wants to be in it. Like, even if it's a... Even if we get a Pursuit of Happiness type of cameo. It's... I know he don't probably don't want to be in the prime, but it's coming. It's we coming. gotta have something like. It's well, technically he was in it. He was in the picture. What? <laughs> he was Wait. in the picture. Um, at Will School, Will looked at a picture, and it was like, uh, "We they haven't won the championship since this year." There's a picture of uh, Will shooting the ball. That was him. I was not paying that any mind. I didn't even realize that detail. Yeah. But no, I would. Um, I would like to see it. Like I said, even if it's a pursuit of happiness yeah. thing where he just like walk past the screen or he's like a teacher in the background or something, which we know that's not going to happen. I, we got Ashley. We got the envelope we didn't ask for. You know what? You we know what? We even got his original mom. I will make him be... Because the, the dude kind of... can He he could pass his will. I will have him be uh, the, the guy that Jeffrey is looking for. Uh, that's looking for Jeffrey. Maybe it's 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 like, it's like I kind of damn I kinda really wish I really wish Will was Will's for dad. real for real no yeah. he could have been Bill Bellamy that could have been that could have nah, he too been. light to be he too light to be they they brother what that mean uh, oh shit like they they, they give fuck neither what I'm saying but but say he not uh just looking at mm. you and your sister darker than me. Yeah. Black folk come in all shades and sides. Yeah, that's true. I mean, but you know, they be trying to, they be trying to have them look, you know, at least a listen. But then Bel Air again, you know, everybody else is dark skinned. Then you got Ashley who look a little light. So yeah, yeah I guess. Yeah. I mean, think about the. This has always bothered me about the Cosby Show. Oh, who did Sandra and Denise belong to? But that's why. <laughs> that's why you had a light skinned grandfather. Again, so again, yeah. and we don't know what they daddy looked like. We know D is they mama. Yeah. You know. And have you seen it in real life? Will Smith's real life sister looked like 
D. Like she's dark skinned like D. So yeah. I mean yeah. But either way, that has already happened. I'm just wondering if we gonna get a cameo of some kind. We are slowly working people in from the original. Exa- exactly. We haven't. Jeffrey gotten... go play Jeffrey dead. I'm just. I've seen a, they, they take a picture together. That would yeah. be really cool if he was his dad. Does he play? I think he, I think they they did something where he was his dad before, in the movie or something. What okay. if he did? What if he came back as like the OG, like kingpin of one of That'd these be days? Some, that would be hilarious. That would be some dope shit. I ain't gonna lie. But they just Actually, I would like that if he come in with the with the uh, what's the the long fur coat jacket? Like he the OG, kind of uh, like uh, I don't know, like um, what? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like you know how had y'all seen Hitman's Bodyguard or whatever? Yes, I have seen Hitman Bodyguard. Is, is that? <laughs> Did you just talk about the one with Morgan Freeman? Morgan Freeman? I'm talking about that, the one with Morgan Freeman in it. I actually said one yet. Okay, okay, well. Morgan is like his dad is like his dad is better than him kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Which is, first of all, Morgan Freeman. Whose dad do you think Morgan Freeman is? I'm going to say Samuel Jackson because Richard Ryan. It's Ryan Samuel. Reynolds. It's who? Who? Ryan Reynolds. What? He's mixed? Yeah, apparently so. <laughs> I got season. Yeah. I got season. Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman is Ryan Reynolds' dad. He got a, He adopted, right? They don't say. <laughs> oh, so so it's kind of like Jeff Goldblum and Jerry Spurrier, The Lost World. Bro, y'all yeah. was letting that ride for the longest. Okay, Jeff. Goldblum I mean, he like, did say he did say he had a lot of exes, ex Miss Malcolm. So I mean. It, it could work. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway. But yeah, no, they've been working people in. I'm wondering if we'll get a Hillary cameo at some point. I think we'll get an Alfonso Romero cop. Because uh, I, 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 I thought even in this season, he was going to be the principal uh, for the school. Yeah. No, not that or, kind of. I don't think. They're not fit to be that diverse. <laughs> I... I can see him. I mean, but I mean, he he would play like a cartoon like character, but he's like black white. I mean, white black. I don't know. It, 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 it's getting mixed because it, this thing is being renewed so fast. I'm just like, so when 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 that happened, those are good sides for television shows. So I'm just yeah. like, so don't burn I, yourself out though. Oh no! Well, see, the thing is, it's only ten episodes, so it's really, so it, it's really not. But you got each one like an hour, so really. Oh shoot! Are they? I wonder, because you know the writers are on strike right now. That's right, yeah. I don't know what that's going to mean for the show. I mean, the show's still going to be there, so. I mean, it's still going to be there. I mean, like the like the production the of it. Yeah, the production of it. Yeah. I ain't trying to see no Vincent Man right on this show. Please don't. Lord Jesus. I mean, they don't start shooting until uh, September, October anyway, so. Okay. Yeah. So, we got to see that, but. All right, guys, we're going to end it right there, though, man. I appreciate you guys joining me. That was a great conversation. Really, guy, I enjoyed talking with y'all on that one. Just, just, just something that we know we can uh, talk about until, you know, I get to show back up and run stuff like that. So make sure you guys check out all the great content that we got, all the other podcasts from the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast, Nerd Games to Talk Podcast, Two Tips about Culture and Beyond, Drunk Thoughts, Silver Tongues, and Pride of Sasha Podcast. So once again, this is NC, the place we chose from Mr. Andy. Not the ass answer prime time. Oh my god. Y'all won. That's his that's his Katie got bashed on. He got dunked on? Bashed on. It's a difference. Can I, can, can I guess who the person was? Who? Michael Porter Jr. 
Yes. I knew it. I knew it. Sorry. Not to ask you for prime time. It's been a good time. <laughs> In the Grace Kiss Lady Sketch. That's fine, because I was going to say, I thought we was going to talk about the UPN Saturday movie Praise This. I I want to, but due to time, okay. I'll, I'll put it on the next one. So uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's cool. It's cool. Uh, if you're going to put it on the next one, I'll try to watch it. I'll try to stomach through it, if it's bad or good. <laughs> you don't have to stomach through no, it. No, no, I, I think it'll be entertaining. I, no, I, I, it's... no, stop. I like hearing part piss. Okay. Is it, okay, is it, is it, are they trying to be the Fighting Temptations or is it different? It is Fighting Temptations meets, um. Tubi. Damn. <laughs> I was, I would say something else. Uh, Fighting Temptations the meets. Walmart bin? Uh, uh, no. God, oh, damn, I just gonna Sister? call No. Don't worry. Uh, yeah, just try it out. Mm. Hashtag give it a chance. Hashtag give it a chance. Hey, look. He watched that. You watch with me so y'all can come back and say notes. Oh, no. See? No, 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 that's not the same. That's, that's... no. No. How how each one of y'all know? Y'all haven't seen each other. Y'all haven't seen it. Oh, well, I watched Praises and... Mm. Okay, go ahead. We'll say about time. So, yeah. So, uh, once again, man, hey, Q-Flow, wherever you at, man, take us out. To your ears, welcome to the show. We don't need any gimmicks, you already know. So sit back, relax, and hit the like button. Go and share with your friends and keep the likes coming. Swag on trivia and prompts top five. Either way, it's fun and you're hearing it live. Join with your host, Mr. A and E. Yeah, you know it's the place to be. It's in C.